Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Audio Roast Podcast. I am your host, Jared Isaacs. Thank you so much for joining us for another exciting week. We've got um, some fun stuff going on today. We know that, uh, I mean, honestly, we'll just start at the top and talk about um, how unfortunate um, this morning's events have been. So we hope that uh, we're able to give you a little bit of a, a kind of a break from that, so a little bit of entertainment, and also um, just us paying tribute. So we're going to unofficially uh, call this um, drummer appreciation uh, episode. So, because uh, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about comparing drummers. So uh, let's go ahead and start today's show um, by uh, showing you that we can be found on YouTube as well as Facebook right now for our live stream. Um, so whichever is easier for you to watch, by all means, please do tune in um, to whichever way suits you best. You can also follow us on social media on um, Instagram and Twitter, as well as our audio only episodes uh, with um, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Podbean. Um, and then also our playlists are available at the end of um, today's episode. Uh, they're actually already available. Um, Yes, big, big round of applause for the playlist. Uh, <laughs> they're actually already available. So um, today's playlist is a little different because a lot of times, obviously, our playlists are the answers to our sh our games and stuff that we play. But since we already know the answers to uh, what all is on Pyromania and what all is on Hysteria, um, if you need a reference, go ahead and go to iTunes or Spotify and look for the Audio Rose podcast. And right under the playlist is where you'll find uh, both albums in full. Um, now then... Uh, don't forget, too, uh, that we are teaming up with Crosslines uh, to help uh, put toys under trees for kids. Um, we've got a goal set up of $500. Um, I think last I checked, we're still sitting at $125. And um, their Christmas shopping cutoff is December 19th. So if you're able to, um, at today or anytime this week, to donate, um, we've got a PayPal set up for that, that all the money will go to Crosslines so that their um, volunteers and shoppers can go and, and fulfill needs of, of kids uh, for Christmas. So um, again, that, that cutoff is December 19th. We are doing the, um, the campaign though until the day after Christmas because there's still things that they can provide um, past that time. But for the toys and stuff that they're wanting to provide, um, December 19th is a cutoff. So if you're able to help, please do. It means a lot. So um, yeah, tis the season. Um, now then, uh, let's recap what we did last week. Last week, we celebrated Ozzy Osbourne and Randy Rhodes um, in our Ozzy episode, joined by John Boos from Wicked Shimmy and the Dropouts, as well as Paul Carson from Paralandra. So uh, that was last week. Next week, we're going to be doing some Christmas uh, Tournament of Champions, uh, where we're going to be putting Christmas songs in brackets and ranking those um, to try to determine what is the greatest Christmas song of all time. Uh, who knows? We'll see uh, how the cookie crumbles. Uh, but we will have Kim Garmory and Lisa Betancourt uh, here in the studio to uh, do that episode with us. And um, the following week, we'll go ahead and finish out the year. We'll do a year in review. Um, and so we will take uh, this will be kind of a talking shop episode, so we won't have any guests here in the studio. But we will take clips from uh, different uh, shows throughout the year. Um, some of our favorite moments. We'd like to hear what some of your favorite moments have been, who have been some of your favorite guests, etc. And uh, we'll just kind of wrap the year up that way. So uh, that is in, uh, in two weeks. But today on the show, uh, we are going to be doing our fourth installment of Classic Album Clash. This one is Def Leppard, as you can 
plainly see. Uh, so we are going to be taking Pyromania and Hysteria, and we will be taking them track by track and determining which track is the better track of the two albums. And the album with the most tracks won is the winner. Uh, it's, it's a pretty simple concept, and it's just uh, something fun for us to do. Uh, so please do, as we're, as we're going through the show, um, join in and, and chime in with what your thoughts and opinions are on these different songs that are featured today. So um, let's see what else we've got, maybe. Seven songs in seven days. Oh, yeah, it's everybody's favorite. Uh, before I forget, too, so I found this in the closet. I'm way too small for it, but this is actually uh, from the 80s, uh, Def Leppard tour shirt uh, that I was too small to fit in 10 years ago, let alone today. So uh, I have one. I'm just not going to wear it. You know, I don't. it's snowing outside. I don't need my belly showing. Uh, so seven songs in seven days. Uh, these are uh, submissions from you guys, uh, and it could be uh, any song, and I just uh, give it a week and give it a listen and give it a ranking. So. Uh, this week, in the number seven spot, we've got Killing for Company by Swans. This was given to us by CJ Garmo. Um, man, that is some dark content there, kiddo. <laughs> uh, so number six, we've got Fallen Angel. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name because I'm a hillbilly from Missouri. Uh, Lay, Lamb, Lame, and Mortel. Sure. Uh, and that was given to us by Scott Garmory. Uh, Scott, give us uh, all the hell that you can give us in the comments on that butchering of the uh, pronunciation. Uh, number five, we've got uh, Ready for War by Adelita's Way, given to us by Deb Shelton. Um, good song. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really have anything wrong with this song at all. Uh, there were some other songs that I, I just enjoyed a little bit better. So um, coming in at number four, we've got um, Even If by Mercy Me. Uh, and that was given to us by Kim Garmory. Um, I agree, Kim. Uh, I, you had mentioned that uh, you really liked the vocals um, and, and just the tone of his voice. Uh, I agree. I thought it was good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in the number three position, uh, given to us by Paul Carson, uh, Paralander, we've got Me Wise Magic by Van Halen. How have I never heard the song? Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. I know. Who? Who? What? I know. I'm getting all the looks right now. All the looks. Um, in the number two position... We've got Judas by Fozzie. Uh, this one given to us by Julia Lay Cobb. Uh, Julia, if you're watching, you know and I know uh, the best version of the song is a cover done by uh, Sammy Guevara. Just saying. Um, and in the number one position given to us again by Elkie Caswell Bradford is Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coming in hot today. Uh, in the number, uh, in the number, whatever, uh, use the hashtag seven and go ahead and nominate now. Uh, it could be any song, any genre, any style or any decade. Uh, it could be anything. Just, you know, make it be a song and I'll give it the next seven days. Give it a listen and give it a rank. So uh, with that being said, I think we're going to go ahead and kick off today's show. We're going to take a quick little break and we'll be back in just a minute. I have just one question. Have you thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at the audio roast podcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed.
All right, we are back and uh, ready for uh, some comment catching up. But before we do, uh, let's see here. Be sure to go to YouTube, search for the Audio Rose podcast, and hit the subscribe button as well as the notification bell so you can stay tuned to all of our future um, endeavors, if you will. Um, okay, so let me, uh, let's go ahead and go to the comments and we will get some of these um, seven songs in seven days written down. Hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us and saying hello. Um, yes, uh, rest in peace to Jeff Whittington. Um, big loss, man. This is, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a bummer of a day to say the least. So, yeah, this one is, uh, <laughs> Scott Henry says, use your words, Jared. I refuse. I'm speaking in Scott Henry today. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see here. Uh, all right, so we've got uh, Kim Garmory, hashtag seven, Blue Christmas, Elvis Presley. Um, Scott Henry says, want to see Billy Joel versus Billy Jack. Okay. Um, Scott Garmory says, hashtag seven, don't wait for me by thunder. CJ Garmo says, death grips the fear. Um, Brian Bettencourt, dynamite, any given sin. Elkie says, uh, Papa Roach, broken home. And Julia Lacob says, uh, you're a mean one, small town titans. Hey, and I guess I got the uh, pronunciation pretty spot on. So not bad for a, a hillbilly from Missouri. Um, and uh, Chris Hankins, uh, hats off to Riding Cowboys by Alabama. Got to love some Alabama. Uh, <laughs> Julie says, Sammy Guevara, what a singer. I couldn't agree more. Uh, okay. Uh, Holly says she just joined. Um, question is, uh, so everybody sends a, a song nomination using the hashtag seven. Um, and I will give it a ranking over the next seven days and uh, let you know how your song ranked on the next episode, uh, just for funsies. So um, let's see what we've got next. Um, I don't know what we've got next. Hey, we're going to jump right into things. Uh, we're going to go ahead and meet today's guests. Um, so coming up first, you know him from Thrillfall, Damsel, and Blue. <laughs> um, uh, we'll get him to do all the enunciating for us. Uh, go ahead and welcome at this time, Mr. Shane Jennings. What's up, Shane? Hi there. Hi. <laughs> I'm on my Scott. Is that the same person? Same person. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. So, um, I, I should have asked you that before we aired. Uh, tell me, tell me the third band. Blue Contagion. Contagion. Okay. Yeah. I would, I wasn't sure if the G was silent or if it was yeah, semi-silent or pandemic, you know, <laughs> Right. That's that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us, Shane. I appreciate you being Thanks here for having me. Absolutely. Um, how's your booster seat working out, by the way? Is it, are, well, is it up to your get the seat low enough? I can my feet are touching the ground. So um, that's that's I've totally got, fair. I've got feeling um, back to my toes again. <laughs> uh, somewhere around here, I had something for you. Um, it'll just take here it is. So it'll take me a minute to find it, but I got it. OK. Um, all right. Hold tight because I got something for you. This is riveting. <laughs> hey, yes. Pop tarts. Right. So, um, I will not tell you. Oh, oh no, where'd you go? Oh, Shane. We'll get him back. I have faith. We'll just hold tight. There he is. Okay, so I won't reveal what flavor this is. Uh, Josh, you want one? 
No, I'm good. Okay. Um, I was, yeah. Uh, so I'll let you go ahead and open into it and uh, see if you can tell me what flavor it is and uh, if you like it or not. I won't even tell you. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I just gave him a Pop-Tart. So terrified. for his birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I mean, it is the month of Shane. The month of Shane. I got a bad feeling about this. It's like a cupcake. I mean, that's cake? that's a good guess. That's Some sort you're, of cake. You're not you're not far off. Um, um, let's see here. There it is. All right, here we go. Here's the big reveal. Sugar cookies. Sugar mm. cookie. Uh, sponsored by uh, uh Lisa and Brian Betancourt. Mm. Yeah, I, I've good. been saving them for a rainy day. They're not too bad, right? Uh, yeah. they're they're mighty festive with the the icing on there. Yeah, I should have showed that before I eat it. <laughs> Oh, you uncultured swine. How could you? All right. Uh, so our second guest, you know him from um, Members Only. And there we go. And the Dropouts and the Osmonds. Let's give it up at this time for Mr. Come on, Steve Mason. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hi, Shane's mom. <laughs> A.K.A. Hi, Scott Henry. <laughs> Oh man, Steve, how you doing today, brother? Good, good. good. Thanks so much for being here, man. Hey, thanks for having um, me. So I, uh, I want to say uh, good job last night. I, I checked out the uh, members only show, and man, you're you're fitting in there like a glove. Thanks, man. Yeah, Thank no, you. it's it's good stuff. I hope you're enjoying your time doing it. I'm having a blast. Very cool, yeah, man. I'm loving it. Good, good, good. Um, so, uh, gentlemen, are you um, are you both pretty familiar with uh, with the task at hand today with some Def Leppard? Yeah, yeah. Well, good, good. I'm I'm glad I got the. Uh, I didn't get the, the the lines crossed. I should say I I don't want to make sure you know we're covering something and nobody knows anything of what we're doing because that would just kind of be weird. I mean I've heard of them, you know. Yeah, but, I think they had that yeah. one song or something like that. I can't remember for sure either. Adrenalize yeah. something about sugar. <laughs> I don't know. Right, something about sugar cookies. Yeah, <laughs> sugar pop tarts. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, okay, so let's do this. Let's go ahead and um, explain how this is going to work today. So this is how Classic Album Clash works. First, we will compare album artwork and initial thoughts of the album. Um, then each song will be discussed at length by each of the participants here in the studio. That even includes Shane Jennings. Uh, overall, audience votes will be taken into account today. And all votes will be totaled, and the most votes will win the track. The album with the most tracks won will be deemed as being the better of the two albums. And that's the whole point of today, is we're trying to figure out which album is the better album on a track-by-track -track basis. Um, Shane, do you need some uh, spectacles? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> I got some. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> it's the blind drummer. It's a blind drummer. Blind drummer day. All right. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and take one quick little break, get get uh, some love in for our sponsors, and uh, we'll jump right into the first couple tracks. So stick around. We'll be back in just a second. Hey, musicians. Do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with Next Level Production and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at sunsetproductionsspringfield at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. 
be an experience. Recliner Wrestling Review. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. The newest wrestling podcast hosted by Jared and John. We still don't know who John is or what he looks like, but you'll have to stick around and find out Wednesdays on YouTube. That's Recliner Wrestling Review. Premieres Wednesday, January the 6th. Only on YouTube. <laughs> so I'm laughing at this uh, comment from Holly. Um, where did that go? Dang it. I lost it. Did somebody say pop tards? <laughs> I mean, it's entirely possible. We're still on our uh, early cups of coffee. Uh, we're, of course, doing... Where'd my coffee go? There it is. Way over here. Uh, we're doing some Barracuda today on, from Classic Rock Coffee. Uh, good stuff. So Julia says, can't wait for a recliner wrestling review. Yes, indeed. Same. Uh, we've been working on it for quite a while now, so I'm excited to finally get it launched. That is my second podcast, and it's uh, not music-related at all. So should be a good time. Uh, so for those of you watching... Uh, I would like to know right now, before we really get things started, coming in uh, totally blind without any opinions or, or knowing where any of us stand here in the studio, uh, are you going to be hashtag pyromania or are you going to be hashtag hysteria? Uh, let us know how you feel uh, overall, and uh, we're going to go ahead and discuss the same. So, <clears throat> fellas, what are your initial thoughts on each of these albums? Uh I'll tell you what, hang on, I'll take the floor on this. So I'll go ahead and give you just kind of the overall stats of this, and then we'll, we'll, get, um, we'll get jiggy with it. Uh, so, janky? janky? Yeah, janky with it. Janky. Yeah, that's totally what I said. Um, <laughs> okay, so Pyromania uh, was uh, Def Leppard's third studio album, uh, of course, um, On Through the Night from 1980, and uh, High and Dry from 81 were their first two albums. But this was released January 20th of 83, this is their first guitar, uh, first album with guitarist Phil Collin, who replaced Pete Willis. Uh, it charted uh, at number two on the Billboard 200. Um, so charted at number two. Uh, Shane, do you have any guesses on uh, what charted at number one and beat it out? Uh, let's go with Thriller. That's uh... there we go. Uh, that is correct. Um, man, I think I need to give my soundboard over here some some coffee. He's a little slow on the draw today. Um, and uh, this uh, Pyromania ranked number four on the Canadian RPM um, album chart. Um, number 18 on the UK albums chart and sold over 10 million copies uh, in the US. And it's certified diamond by RIAA. Um, and for Hysteria, um, this is their fourth studio album released August 3rd of 1987. This is their best selling album to date, selling over 20 million copies worldwide. 12 million in the U.S., and it spawned seven hit singles. Uh, it charted at number one on the Billboard 200 uh, for that year, and uh, number one in the U.K. albums chart. 
Uh, Hysteria was named uh, by drummer Rick Allen after referring to all the media coverage surrounding his car accident in 1984. Um, And uh, it was the last album to feature guitarist Steve Clark before his uh, passing. Um, And gentlemen, do you um, happen to know what this album was going to be called before it was called Hysteria? Um, No guess. No idea. So it was going to be called Animal Instinct. Uh, and that was a name given by Mutt Lang, but uh, it it quickly lost out. Hysterectomy would have been my favorite. That's uh, kind of what I thought too, buddy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good answer coming in from behind like that. Um, so, hey-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, gentlemen, uh, Steve, what are, what are your overall thoughts on the uh, the albums, the, the your initial thoughts, if you will? Uh, well, Pyromania was my uh, introduction to Def Leppard. That was the one that was big when I was getting into music you know rock music right and i remember seeing uh all the videos on like friday night videos back in the day uh-huh. i don't know if you remember friday night videos that was you know i didn't have mtv and that was the only place you could see rock videos you know right and all like fooling and rock of ages and photograph were huge i mean monster hits big time yeah and then it was they had a long gap between pyromania and hysteria i mean like four years you know yeah a lot of a lot of drama so hysteria i mean yeah yeah (laughs) yeah for sure uh when hysteria came out it was like really kind of uh i mean pyromania was huge but four years is a lifetime you know and especially back then right when people were cranking out music like crazy yes uh so that was the uh the first new def leppard album for me you know yeah and um I liked it, but to me, Pyromania was more of a uh, a rock album. You know that that's that's it's it's a lot grittier. It's it a is. lot yeah, less yeah, uh, yeah. produced, if but you will. It, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it was, I mean, pr- compared to the albums before Pyromania, it was poppy. You know what I mean? Yes. It, yeah. But to me, Pyromania was kind of a good uh, middle ground between, you know, high and dry and hysteria. Right. Yeah. For sure. For and sure. I liked hysteria too. But it was it was definitely more uh, glossy and pop oriented, I think. So yeah, yeah. Um, Shane, how about yourself, buddy? Uh, reverse for me. Uh, as I was telling you before we come on the air, um, I was nine when Pyromania came out, so I uh, hadn't reached. I was like thirty two. You, uh, yeah. Wow. But I hadn't reached that um, the rock world yet at that time. So it works in reverse for me because Hysteria was huge and um very as steve said kind of poppy but very radio friendly very Uh polished over the top right um but that's probably what would attract somebody that wasn't used to listening to that kind of music too right yeah yeah. um but then you know backtracking it made pyromania for me um seem even that much more raw does does that make sense Uh yeah absolutely it does yes even though they you know, they did a lot of overdubs. Apparently, you know, and looking back on it, reading the things I've read, it's like Mutt Lang was, you know, evolving as he went. You know, like the things he learned on Pyromania, he took to another level with um, Hysteria. Correct. I'm underwater or in a fishbowl. <laughs> it sees lights behind you. I'm going to scoot over there and, and fix Where's that once and for all. Yeah, right? I'm here to be heard, not seen, Steve, <laughs> unlike hey. you. Can you blur me out like that, dude? <laughs> I've had a rough night. Oh, you're used to it. 
you never get used to it. But that's my take on it. 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 Oh. Went blind. Oh, no. It's like every time I unplug and replug in my, uh, there we go, my headphones, it, it messes with the cameras because, you know, that makes sense. Um, okay, so I'm trying to count in the comments, and I'm honestly kind of surprised there is a um, landslide of pyromania votes. Yeah. Uh, because in all the other uh, posts I've made this week, everybody's talking about how hysteria hands down. And uh, now that we're here, uh, it seems to be very, uh, very one-sided. Okay, so let me uh, try and catch up in some of these comments. Um, Tiki Man says, uh, Mutt Lang is a, is a god. I would uh, strongly agree that he is extremely talented. Um, his his efforts shown through on this and many other uh, albums in this in this era. Al says, um, I'm all digital, so I can pick and choose. Uh, Grandpa, what's on an album? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, uh, gotcha. Uh, so uh, Scott Garmory is asking, uh, is, is uh, his friend Annette watching because uh, it's Def Leppard? Scott is uh, from Scotland and has got family... Um, overseas so i think some of them are here watching with us so that's pretty cool um scott henry says uh, did you know uh, i always love these did you knows from scott henry this be wonderful. oh yeah uh <laughs> that when they started the hysteria tour they took an extra drummer with them just in case rick allen could not uh, complete the show he did not get a full pay cut he was just a hired hand uh i'm looking for the rest of this where it says that it was steve mason i was gonna say it was shane jennings <laughs> oh, oh yeah maybe so uh, a, a nine a nine year old Shane Jennings. Nine year old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. There you go. Having a wee listen. Um, didn't know that. Didn't know that. Eric, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, look, look at this photograph. <laughs> Get out of here with that garbage. I'm just fooling. <laughs> you're you're out of control. All right. Um, still love both al albums equally. Me too. Good stuff. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, we'll jump into the artwork. And uh, so coming up first, of course, is uh, Pyromania. So um, does anybody know anything about the uh, backstory to this artwork or, or what your thoughts are on it? Not at all, but it, it's got fire. So, you know, it's got fire, fire. Yeah, fire, fire good. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I I don't know anything about the backstory. I probably probably should have done even more research, but I was researched out. My God, it was so much. Um, it's a lot to take in. Um, but um, I did see a GIF, and that um, it, it kind of goes all over the place. Uh, does the um crosshairs? So um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, it's cool. Uh, would it make me buy the album? And that's the thing too that I always try to rem uh, to remember and remind people of is in this era we didn't have the internet, so you couldn't just go and read reviews. A lot of it was going into your uh, local um, album store or record store or whatever, and flipping through and whatever artwork looked good, um, you would buy an album based off that. A lot oh, of yeah. times, I bought many uh, albums and cassettes back in the day just based on the artwork because that's all you had to go by same and and being a country a small town boy that was raised in the country even like the uh, columbia house music and bm bmg or bmi all that kind of stuff same kind of thing when you're flipping through a catalog you just see the artwork and you're like sure i'll yeah. try it 12, it's only a penny 12 for yeah. a penny I, <laughs> right i still owe them money yeah. i think everybody does <laughs> uh so yes um uh let's see here hysteria 
Uh, I don't I don't I know don't, anything really about this I don't know either. what that is. So it's two faces. Um, and it, it, I don't know if it's like Illuminati or if it's what. But so there's there's a face. Um, it's kind of she's got her. He, he, they have their mouth open. Uh, the white face right there. And then there's another one that's turned sideways and it's like green. Um, of course, if I do this, you might be able to see it a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, and I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know anything about the meaning of any of this. It just seems I've kind never, of never ever noticed two faces on that. Before. Until Are you serious? Never. I never did no. either until I was no. doing work for, for this episode. I can spot two faced people just Look. like that. Jolly, I'm telling mouth. you what, boy. <laughs> There's a mouth right there. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay, so um, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? I think we're going to jump right into things. Definitely like the pyromania yeah. artwork better. I, w- I would agree. Did you know the original name for Def Leppard, by the way, Jared? Dead Flatbird? <laughs> Atomic Mass. Atomic Mass? Shane with mass. his notes. Really? Yeah. He's Where's got, your notes at? Here's my notes right well, which here. Page I scribbled them on the way over which here. Page Shane's got, you want? You look, he's got four pages. Shane's got, got a, three pages. I've got a book. I've got some stuff I can't even read because I wrote it while I was driving. So, <laughs> wrote it yeah. while I was driving. Wait a minute. You mean you don't have a driver? Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing with the big boys now. <laughs> I'm screwed. Oh, man. Tell me it's not so. Okay. So, we'll go ahead and get started um, with our first track. Again, we're taking track by track. So, rock, rock till you drop versus women. Shane, we're going to start with you. Um, so I know you've got three pages of notes, so I don't know if you've got them for each individual song or what, but um, what are your thoughts on each of these songs? Well, my notes say, um, I was curious. Um, I, I don't, when I, when I pulled in, pulled up uh, pyromania, I need to quit looking left. Cause it makes me go blurry. Um, I, for some <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I looked left and it made me go blurry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just assumed that rock of ages was the first song on the CD or, album or cassette it seems like a great first song it, it, it should be and that's what my notes say I, i'm shocked that it wasn't um i didn't know a lot about this song but i actually liked it which surprised me i didn't i didn't know what to expect but um then you take women which has um really nice intro it's kind of got that cool whiny guitar you know with the the build and uh yep I love the music behind the chorus. The verses are a little bit weak, but um, I I think I'm a fan of women. <laughs> Shocker. Wow. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Scott Henry says, uh, back then, colorful, album, colorful artwork sold albums. Uh, hey, hey uh, Mr. Scott Henry, Encyclopedia Britannica, uh, what, what the heck do the artwork uh, on both of those albums, what do they mean? What do they represent? Give us the backstory, if you will. Uh, that way, I don't have to Google it. <laughs> um, Liz Deck, how's it going? I haven't seen or talked to you in years. I hope you're doing well. Um, she says maybe the fire represents fire to corporate America for not liking rock and roll, perhaps. And um, there was a uh, a mission for um, not only Def Leppard but um, you know the producers, etc., to try to advance the sound of modern rock music because. Uh, there was still um, a lot of that leftover kind of what we would know is almost like dad rock or uh, classic rock kind of sound, you know, with the 70s style stuff. They wanted something a little more progressive and a little more catchy, that kind of stuff. So there was definitely um, a, a solid effort made to, to try to um, make things sound more fresh. Um, Al says, uh, growing up Napster, I'm unfamiliar with artwork. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're, you're slime. 
Um, okay, so let's see here. She says, uh, you guys cracked me up. Okay, so we've got a vote for women. Um, my older brother had the Pyromania album when it was the first when it first came out. I was 10 years old. And uh, Cindy says, I like rock rock. Okay. Um, let me get that out of here. Steve, how about yourself? Um, I also am a fan of women, but not in this instance right here. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, now, let me let me write that down for a record. Yeah. <laughs> like Shane. Uh, right. No, I I I like rock rock till you drop. Uh, women I, on on hysteria. I think that's one of the few songs on that album that kind of sounds like it could have possibly been on Pyromania, but it um yeah. For me, uh, rock, rock till you drop is like just a just straight up hard rock song. You know, it, it is. And um, Joe Joe Elliott singing in that kind of higher register with, with more so grit. yes. He and I'm I'm glad you rips, said that too because yeah. it does not sound like the Joe Elliott from Hysteria. Um, I, not at all. Yeah. Not at and all, so yeah. and um this this will probably be a better time or as good a time as any to to bring this up. But I was talking to Josh about this before we started today and before you guys got here. Um, so. I'll try to use an analogy and, and we'll see if you guys can follow this. So, you know, for example, um, uh, I'll take Elton John, how mm -hmm. back in the day, Benny, Benny, and now it's Benny. Yeah. So, you know how he's had yes. to change his voice to be able to, you know, fit. I feel like Joe Elliott was either very smart or surrounded himself with people that were very smart and helping him change his style early on so that he would seem to have longevity. Because like, so Steve, what you're talking about um, in my notes, for example, I've got uh, rock, rock till you drop. Uh, sounds like it could have been a Cinderella song, and it actually really sounds like the band Dangerous Toys, who did the song Tease and Pleasing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's almost like Mah! kind of, you know, that attacky well, kind of sound. To me, that whole album, Pyromania, Joe Elliott was singing big way, time, way higher and a little more with a little more balls and grit, yeah, you know, than so, he did on and, and um, so then when you fast forward to like Hysteria, a lot of the ending phrases are fall offs like Hysteria. When yeah. you love, you know, versus all the time, which is going to obviously give you longevity. So yeah. I think that was probably honestly done on purpose. Um, uh, I don't know if that was uh, their intention for longevity, but it seemed like it was probably easier on his voice in the long run. Yeah. Um, Liz says, uh, remember back then they were trying to call rock and roll the devil's uh, tongue and to shut it down. Congress put bans on music. Uh, yes, that's correct. That's correct. Uh, Scott Henry says, I'll bet you'll take Elton John. <laughs> I'll take his money <laughs> and his, his success for sure. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So um, just for the record here, uh, Shane, you went with women. Yes. And Steve, you went with rock, rock till you drop. Well, yeah, it's got rock twice in the title. Come on. Man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. writing's on the I'm wall. Right uh, yes. So I have also got uh, rock, rock till you drop as my pick. Um, to me, women sounds a lot like um, the song rocket. Um, and it was, um, it peaked at number 80 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts, by the way. Um, and on the U.S. mainstream rock charts, uh, which was the um, Billboard magazine, like in the actual magazine, it peaked at number seven. Uh, means nothing to me. I actually prefer Rock Rock Till You Drop. I like the grittier style of that one. Um, as, and it's a great song. I won't say it's a great song. It's a good song to start an album with. Great album opener. Yeah, yeah. yeah um let's uh let's cut over to my producer josh joshua pool oh yes uh oh there you know you're there <laughs> it looks on, it, on my screen it looked like you weren't there well who's that fellow behind you uh santa i think <laughs> i can't tell if that's santa or if that's uh i can't tell who, okay yeah i guess it is santa um so uh where are you at on this um for rock rock till you drop or women well uh and I, def leopard overall 
Def Leppard overall. I, I like Def Leppard. I'm I'm more along the lines of Shane. Now let's just let's cut to the chase. The whole reason everybody in this camera is here is because of you. Yes, this was is. your suggestion yes, for this week. So yeah, I wanted to call it one arm or two. <laughs> is what I wanted to call it. Why? Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was playing drum pads, but he was still playing. Right. No. Not at all. Uh, no. No. It's all programmed on both Every albums. Yeah, except yeah. for. He overdubbed some live symbols, uh, I think, but yep. that's about it. Yeah. Well, that's what my notes tell me. That's what your notes tell you. <laughs> that's what Steve's notes told him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Thank anyway. you, Wikipedia. <laughs> Jankopedia. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to take over the world. Jankopedia, man, that just <laughs> rolls right out the tongue, doesn't it? Tell you what, that would be like a repository of some really janky information. <laughs> it would be useless information. Oh man. Um, okay, so did you say, Josh? Are you for rock, rock till you drop, or women? No, actually, I'm for women. I just I like the way that it is structured. It seems like there's a a more thought out process to it. Um, in my research, they were doing their best to make it as hit oriented as possible. The Hysteria album. Uh, yeah, they were so in debt when they started this album. Um, they've gone through like two producers already before four met. million in debt. Oh, the, what I heard that one of their uh, like A and R guys was saying that they had to sell five, five million, million copies to break even. Yeah, yeah, which might equate to four million dollars. Yeah. To yeah. be fair, yeah, but yeah, it was, and so I think they had to have a hit album, and so they were doing everything to make it sound as accessible to everybody, which is why I think he changed his style of singing less aggressive true more uh more palatable more, more palatable to you know the, the masses the teeny boppers and could be played at high school dances and stuff like that so but what i hear sorry you said high school dances yeah, i immediately yeah. got I, I went social distance yeah <laughs> anyway uh i think that uh just all the orchestration that went behind the the recording the harmony guitars that song just I think there's a lot of more thought gone into it rather than straightforward. And um, again, it's hitting my childhood. So I'm going to naturally be drawn to that. So I'm going to go with women. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, Teresa says, uh, I still have my hysteria cassette tape and my kids uh, love it now. Yeah. So there's many uh, cassette tapes I have from back in the day like that. That um, <laughs> I mean, they're I'm surprised they still work because I used to wear that stuff out um so let's see here uh josh i'll let you i think are we are we split we're three three right now three three well oh, from, oh, gotcha, from gotcha. the ones that you've called out from okay the... yep um so let's see here um yeah so three three so uh for those of you uh watching along i could see at least 30 of you um tell us down in the comments which way you're voting um and uh Teresa says shane know me shane know me <laughs> shane know me me know you and know you um so yeah let's uh see where you guys uh are at in your in your opinions um chris hankin says do it again man it'd still be cool oh i think he's talking about uh eric Wynn, maybe uh eric says in my ninth grade art class in high school i actually got to draw the hysteria album cover uh as as i wish i still had that drawing i made okay um uh, okay here we go John says rock rock. Allison says uh women. Uh I'm gonna assume that Paralander is Paul Carson uh says women. 
And Chuck says, definitely rock, rock. Why would Chuck know? I know, right? I mean, Chuck knows. <laughs> Chuck knows best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian says, rock, rock. Liz says, rock, rock. Julia says, rock, rock. I'd say it's a, uh, it's determined. <laughs> We're going to call it. Uh, and so the one to go on is going to be rock, rock till you drop. All right. Um, Let's see here. Eric says, uh, for the Pyromania album, my favorite song on that album. Well, we haven't got there yet, so slow, slow your roll, <laughs> Eric. God dang. We're trying to do a show! Um, Al says, my sister dubbed me a copy of Hysteria one year for Christmas. Loved it. Now, dubbed you. Now, you, you just said earlier you were a Napster guy, so how, how, do, you, how do you not have that yourself? <laughs> Lars Ulrich stole it and sent it to him. Ah, uh, probably so. Yeah. Uh, Rock, rock, women, rock, 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 rock. I wish it just had one rock. I sound like a stuttering old man. Um, all right. So, uh, yes, rock, rock till you drop is the official winner. Uh, so now let's go on to track two. So we've got photograph versus rocket. Um, so this is actually a pretty good uh, matchup. Um, you've got two songs that are singles. Um, so Steve, we will start with you on this one. Oh, photograph. Photograph? For sure, yeah. That's the that's the probably first video on Friday night videos I I saw. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that uh yeah. that video very well. It's it's it uh, huge. It's it, it's a rock song, but it's it's a pop song, but it's still got some, you know. Yeah. Uh some, some I'm trying to remember grit, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. This is the one where it's like a um like a, a stage studio, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, a live show and, kind of thing. And in that era, Union they Jack. went to that. Yeah, they yeah. went to that uh, a lot for a lot of videos. Oh, I, yeah, I, you know, tons. Poison did that. And it was really cool for, for you know, somebody like myself who lived in the Midwest and didn't get access to a lot of these big shows to yeah. be able to see, um, you know, what they're doing outside of when they come to the state fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind it's of mostly thing. like a uh, like a live live shot, but they got like um uh, like Marilyn Monroe interspersed and I don't know, it was little, you know, yeah. weird stuff like that. But I just, it's a great, great song, you know? Yeah, for sure. And Rocket's not a bad song either, but to me, you can't beat Photograph for a like straight kind of hard rock pop kind of song. It's, yeah. It's a classic. So. Yep. I would Plus agree. Plus it's got cowbell in it. So. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> um, so um, for myself, I've got in my notes, Photograph um, is uh, a big atmospheric type sound, um, and the backup vocals um, are, are huge. Uh, there's great melodies in it. There's a perfect, here you go, Steve, perfect use of a cowbell yes. in the pre-chorus without making it sound dated. And you know um, what I love also is that one little note before the riff starts at yeah. the intro. That's genius. Yes, it, it is. Might have been a mistake. I don't know, but they left it in there. They so did. It's perfect. Yeah. It is. Uh, so and, and like I said, too, they're trying to um, uh, freshen up uh the, the sound of what we know in the time of 1980 of modern rock yeah and so i feel it was still pretty pretty bold pretty daring to try and go for a cowbell because um uh to speak in blanket terms that's a pretty dated sound to have a cowbell in a song yeah but well, it worked really well in this song yep um this was uh number one on the billboard tracks um uh, for six weeks and number 12 on the pop charts or pop singles chart um, and in 2009, VH1 voted as number 17 of the greatest songs in the past 25 years. Hmm. Um, and for Rocket, um, I love all the references to the Rocket and Space theme songs of the past um, in the middle section. Um, what did I write here? Uh, oh, the breakdown was too long. There's a there's a big breakdown in the um, in the album version. 
Yeah, um, and it's oh, like over a minute and a half, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. And I was like, "Why is this dragging on like that?" It goes forever. It I does. do like the groove in Rocket, though. It's kind of a cool. It is shuffle. You know, it is time shuffle deal. But um, um, so I'm gonna go with Steve, and then my vote is for photograph. Uh, Shane, uh, this isn't even a competition. Uh, photograph is one of Def Leppard's signature songs. Steve Clark sound solo. Um, even with the cowbell, yeah, it it's still. <laughs> is just a great song you can listen to it over and over and over and over again rocket as my notes say could be the worst Def Leppard song ever oh no that's an opinion I despise the song rocket really yes tell me why why just total noise and repetition and I've seen them live and they play the like you said the long version yeah um and it's just like I, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm right. going to get nachos. I'm going to get a beer. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this is and you over. Have time when to I do get it back. all. Yeah. 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 I I, yep. I never have liked that song. Kind of like the show. Nothing about it. <laughs> Nothing about it. Photograph, hands down. Fair enough. Uh, so let's uh, run some of these tallies in the um, in the comments. Uh, we've got one for a photograph. Uh, two for photograph. Another photograph. Uh, a fourth, fifth. Six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, yeah, uh, photograph wins. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no point in even writing this down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see here. Scott Henry says, I like all the 70s glam band references in Rocket. I'll take photograph, however. Yeah, exactly the same, Scott. Um, so there was like, there's a whole list. There's, um, uh, I feel like a Queen song, uh, David Bowie's referenced. There's so many, I mean, there's a list of like 16 different songs that are, are referenced in that uh, that most people don't even catch. Um, and I think a lot of that is kind of what Shane is saying. Like it's underneath all this, like this weird, this weird stuff that just seems like it doesn't go with the song. Um, and, and I'm like, I'm like Steve. I think it's got a, a good rhythm to the song. Um, but it, when, when paired up against photograph, like it, it just doesn't stand a chance. Yep. Um, CJ says, uh, rock it because I feel like being different. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rocket is a better song, but photograph means more to me. There you go. Um, the noise and repetition just appeals to me. <laughs> if you, hey, uh, CJ, if you like noise and repetition, no, <laughs> I was going to tell you, uh, Shane, Shane's playing, uh, coming up soon. Yeah. I'll be coming to a stage near you. Uh, Elke says, uh, hope you're feeling better today. Um, oh, for, uh, for Eric. Yes, I do too. Um, okay. So, um, let's go to Josh. Josh, what are your opinions of photograph and rocket? Uh, pretty much the same with everybody else there's hands down it's 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 photograph yeah yeah i would say that one uh you know we're, we're just going through the motions at this point am i right yeah i don't think <laughs> i think we only had like a mercy vote for, <laughs> for rocket <laughs> yeah. correct I, you could have put photograph up against a lot of songs and it probably yeah. would have won yeah, yeah. you yeah. would have most of these songs unless like they're like pour some sugar on me yeah yeah <laughs> well and and i'm gl- I'm kind of glad you say that too shane because i know um i've got some people watching that probably haven't seen us before um, and I, I, I'll take a second to uh, kind of break that down. So when we do these classic album clashes, we do track one versus track one, track two, track two. Um, when we do tournament of champions, it's all literally mixed in a fishbowl and random. Um, and that gives us some really unique outcomes. We've done that in the past with um, TV theme shows and that kind of stuff. And uh, it's a totally different thing. In fact, that's what we'll be doing next week with the Christmas songs. So um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those things that... Uh, I think today could be a different outcome than what we all think going into it, just because of the way that they're matching up with different, with certain songs. I, I will say that there's uh, two or three songs that we will see 
as as the day goes by um that are actually going to be really hard decisions uh one in particular um and i i'll we'll get to that later but uh but yeah uh julia says i like songs with the shuffle uh beat like rocket Oop. um and i also like the space rock references but photograph wins there you go okay um so photograph goes on and for our third track We've got stage fright and animal. <laughs> I like how we counted in Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, Steve. <laughs> so uh, while we're while we're talking about that, I could save this for for later. But you know what the heck? Um, do you know who and what that is for the for the uh, for that sound that you just heard? Oh, the um. Nothing. Is it Mutt Lang? It is Mutt Lang. Yeah. Do you know? I don't know what he's saying, but I'm. I've... It's it's. Total gibberish. Um, Shane, do you have any idea why it was said? No. So uh, at the beginning of the takes, um, they would, you know, one, two, three, four, and then they'd go. Well, they got tired of hearing the same crap all the time. So he uh. would just like mumble out some some junk. And uh, that one that he mumbled out um, had the guys cracking up as, in the studio. And so they're like, no, no, no. You've got to keep that in. You've got to keep it in. And Funny. so they no did. Idea. And it's like the most iconic part of that song. <laughs> so followed um, by more cowbell. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, Shane, we'll start with you on this one. Okay, um, honestly, I didn't know much about Stage Fright. Same. Um, listened to it a few times this past week. Um, I figure just by talking to Steve before the show that he's probably going to be a Stage Fright fan. Um, I I'll be surprised if he picks anything from his charity. Yeah, I'm kind of linked that way too. Yeah, well, uh, I thought the song had potential and. Here's where I'm at. When I wrote these notes down, I didn't like the change where in the chorus, the, where it went to. Um, I thought it should have went somewhere else because you know, yes. I know best. Okay. And uh, <laughs> the more I listened to it, I I liked it better, but it's still, it's still. It does grow on you, but it, there's something there's that something keeps you from that, totally sinking your teeth. Into yes, it. yes. Now, I'm probably going to be on the minor minority here, but I think Animal could be the most underrated song on Hysteria. Um, I love hmm. this song. I love this song. I really I, do I, too. I would probably would be if I was if I had my Def Leppard CD in my truck. Um, it may be the first song I play. Yeah. Whenever, whenever. Um, it's got um, you know, the nice intro. Um, it's uh, uh, the vocals, the feel, the chorus. Um, I always wanted to cover this song, and we messed with it. In oh, really? fall, uh Dusty does a great job singing it. We just never, we just never did it. But um, this is Animal for me. Yeah. Easy. This one has a lot of big backups too. Yeah, like really big sounding backups. Um, so yeah, no, I, I would agree. And Shane, you're, I don't think you're really in the minority. This is a strong contender for the best, uh, best song on the album for Hysteria. It's it's really a good a good song. Um, of course, uh, there was another one on there that uh, is going to prove it's all wrong, but. Uh, from just a personal standpoint, I, I can totally understand yeah. that. Yeah. Um, let's change things up. Josh, where are you at on this? Uh, I like the hook and animal. Yeah. I think it's it's just more hooky than than stage fright. Uh, stage fright to me seems very by the numbers rock and roll. That's fair. Um, Steve? Stage fright. Yeah, it seems to me like a, um, I mean, I a like animal. Battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, Animal, I like Animal, it was a huge hit, but to me, Stage Fright, I remember, you know, it's got the, like that live crowd noise, which probably wasn't really live at all. Sure. But it seemed like a really cool, uh, like, concert opener deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could almost see him playing it live. And yeah. It's yeah. just a just a straight up rock song, which is kind of one of the last really straight up rock tunes that Def Leppard probably put out, you know? Um, but I, I dig it. Animal to me, I liked it a lot. It was great. Um, the way Joe Elliott sings on it always kind of bugged me. It, he, it's like he lost his, uh, ability to enunciate a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. He was I trying like to get things to, Yeah. He's trying to get things to rhyme with animal. Yeah. And I want <laughs> and I need animal. Yeah. It kind of sounds like bullwinkle a little bit in a couple places in there, but no. Careful, no, Steve, yeah. you're making yourself sound old. Yeah. <laughs> get off um, my lawn. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm I like stage fright better than animal. Even okay. though I do like um, animal, but yeah. So um I I've got a question for you then, since you're sticking with stage fright. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what the song is about? Uh, I'm assuming stage fright. I don't know. Steve uh, Clark? <laughs> uh, no. So uh, from what I gather, because whenever I listen to this, I also read along with the lyrics. Now, I could be totally uh, misinterpreting this, Shane. Uh, just, you know, bear with me here. Uh, but this is about, uh, this is some adult content. Ah. <laughs> so uh, oh. stage fright, not on stage, if you know what I'm saying. Ah. Uh, there is a line in here, um, and uh, it says, a headline act around the back is what i'm thinking of ah mm. so yeah just saying sounds like a members only show to me <laughs> naughty yeah <laughs> heavy on the members I, <laughs> I do like the whole intro to uh stage fright though i think it's cool how it kind of opens it, with the riff and it kind of builds it, it sets and, a scene well that's and once a, again joe elliott's vocals on that are killer i think in the intro you know that's yeah. what i had in my notes uh, the potential was there it's just yeah. the course it didn't it go anywhere time. yeah I, I i do agree with you stay uh I'm reading stage fright. I agree uh-huh. with you, uh, stage Jennings. Um, so, um, animal, uh, my notes for animal is, um, I love the overall dynamics of the song and the different parts, uh, the electronic drums and the pre-chorus, the, um, uh, I got to feel it in my blood. Um, and that part it enhances the song and subtly gives it a pop crossover ability. Um, the chorus guitar and I want do, 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 and I need do, do, do. It's like surprisingly rep- repetitive, but it doesn't like, it's not annoying to listen to. Yeah. And I don't know why that is because whenever you focus on that, it's super annoying. But when you just sit back and listen to the music, like it, it, it fits in fine. Um, it's very repetitive, but it works for some reason. Um, it almost resembles a call and response. Basically. Of, yeah. Yeah. You know, between the vocals and the guitar. Good point. Um, so I am also going to go with Animal. Um, sorry, Steve, you're on your own. Uh, Come on, fine. Steve. Come, Come on, on, Steve. <laughs> um, so let's go to the comments here and see where everybody else is at. Holy cow. Um, Lots of wild animals. Yeah. One, oh, two, three, four, five uh, animals. Uh, Shane, you're blurry. Yeah, I don't, I'll have to figure that out uh, on, our next com- on our next commercial break. Easy for me to say. I've been um, censored. <laughs> I'm in the witness protection program. Right. Um, one, two, three, four, uh, five, uh, five so far for animal, uh, two for stage fright. Come Chuck on. says that he's with Steve. Thanks, um, Chuck. Brian also with Steve. <sighs> Thanks, Brian. Al with Steve. Uh, yes. Oh, I think, uh, stage feels like a rom-com montage. Song. No. Okay. So that's not quite a vote. 
Uh, Paul Carson says, got to go animal. As a songwriter, what a uh, strange and bizarre uh, topic to write uh, a rock about. Um, but they amazingly made it work. Um, Tiki says, animal, animal. Um, Julia says, I'm going to go with stage fright. It's a little meaner, and I always felt like animal had too much gloss. Yes. Uh, and that's kind of a reoccurring theme, gentlemen, with uh, hysteria, I think. It's just an that's overall just way more polished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tiki Man says, Bullwinkle is an animal, I believe. <laughs> Jay Stevens, well, hello, fine sirs. Well, hello, Glitter Boy. Thanks for the lap dance last <laughs> night, Jay. <laughs> yeah, there's internet pictures to prove it. Um, stage fright is uh, stage fright is naughty. I'm sticking with animal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeff says, uh, stage fright as well. Uh, Rico says, uh, it's not your camera, Jared. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's got to be Shane. He's just, you know, just coming blurry. in and out of. Out I'm like of... Bigfoot. I'm hard to get a good picture of. <laughs> <laughs> More like Smallfoot, but you know. Shut your whore mouth. They're not here to judge. <laughs> Unless yeah. you have an album by Def Leppard. And then we're judging the crap out of it. Uh, okay. So um, Jay says, uh, I got too much glitter on Shane last night. That's why he's blurry. <laughs> there's there's a lot of truth in there's that. There's a lot of reflection going on there's in this camera. Yeah. <laughs> A twinkle in your eye is not what I thought it was. <laughs> uh, animal for the win. Yes, I would agree. I think Animal is going to take the win on this one. Rico. So, yeah. Good stuff. There we go. Winner. Uh, winner, winner. McRib dinner. <laughs> Just had one oh, hour man. ago. You know what's funny? Josh and I were talking this week in preparation for the show. We're like, man, we got to get a McRib, and I'll put a candle in it, and it'll be this big, cool thing. We get here today, and Josh goes, hey. Did you get that McRib? And I'm like, shit, I forgot the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, we're good. I got Pop-Tarts. <laughs> you can't uh, go wrong either way. I, I mean, I, I'm kind of appalled that you would even compare them. But uh, at the same time, you're right. You can't go wrong either way. <laughs> All right. They made a McRib. Um, I think next up, we are going flavored to. flavored Pop-Tarts. Shame would be in heaven. I'm yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go ahead and take a little quick break uh, in case you gentlemen need to use uh the uh, facilities or anything like that and we're gonna take a commercial and be back in just a minute so stick around okay so it is it's just me and you they're all gone um so here's the thing um i wanted to read this real quick because um amy oberbeck from just one more um gives us updates every week on who's playing there um and so i reached out to her before the show to ask who was playing next weekend um and um she said that uh originally scheduled for next friday was nathan bryce and the loaded dice um obviously that's not going to happen that was canceled um so she's going to need a fill-in band um but she would like to say that uh, he will be missed and that they are very saddened um all of them down at just one more uh but saturday night is framing the red uh for a six dollar cover saturday night at just one more um somewhere around here i had some nope that's not the right one Santa Claus. Um, okay, let me go to this screen so I could see some of your uh, comments again. Uh, Al Hestrius says, uh, get the McDonald's app, order $20 worth of ribs, and use the $7 off uh, $20. The $7 off $20 coupon. Okay, I don't know. I don't have that coupon. So Are you just you just got to say you got it, and, and they're going to know that you got it. Is that kind of what you're saying? Uh, PJ says, uh, stoked about this. Well, yes, I'm stoked that you joined us. Thanks for... Uh, Coming in and checking us out over here at the Audio Roast. Um, I think we've got uh, we've got Mr. Steve Mason back in here, so I'm going to chat with him for a second. If I can remember how to do all this. 
<laughs> I kind of do. Oh, you want some? You want some? You want some volume? No, you just keep me off. No, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, Steve, what's what's happening in your world, man? What's what's new? Where can people um, check you out? Um, gigging with uh, members only. Here we played here last night. Mm-hmm. We'll be here once once a month. Um, second Saturday of the month. Second Saturday. Yep, second Saturday. Very cool. Um, how, how are things with the dropouts? Good. We we had a uh, you know we played a few weeks ago at Wild Turkey Wednesday. We had a gig right after Christmas that we sadly had to cancel. Greg or Singer's got to have some surgery Tuesday, I think. Right, coming up pretty. I, I think so. Yeah. It was supposed to be last week, but oh. it was put off. And uh, now that it's put off, he's just not going to have the recovery time to to do that upcoming gig. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very fascinated about something. I've never never got to talk to you about this, but I know through the grapevine, obviously, that you have worked with the Osmonds. Um, yeah. How did how did that come about? And and is that something that you still do? No, I don't. Uh, I was with them for about 15 years. Wow. Almost. Now yeah. you're talking you're talking like Marie and Donnie, uh, or who are I, you talking? The Osmond brothers. But I did I did work with Donnie and Marie. Okay. Um, quite a bit. You know, back in like uh, 2008, the whole family did a uh, like a 50th anniversary. Well, actually, in 2007, they did a uh, uh, 50th anniversary special live from Las Vegas. Gotcha. And I'm on that DVD. Then they did a world tour after that. And I did that with them. Wow. But, how did how did you hook up with it? Is it like through through your work in Branson and stuff? Is that kind of what got you? Um, you know, um, Brian Lawson, mm-hmm. he was him and Gene were were both in the Osmonds band. Right. And uh, back in, I think, 2003. um Meryl Osmond was was wanting to do a solo tour in the UK. Gotcha. And he didn't want to use their their drummer um, that they were all using down there. So I kind of did a audition that was like a TV pilot show, which was really, really weird. Yeah, uh, called Starstruck or something. You know, Starstruck. I think it was called as an audition to play drums. Yeah, I did that. Why? Well, it was like a live taping for a TV show. It wasn't really an audition. They just hired me to do it, and it worked gotcha. out. So then I ended up doing this um, solo tour with Merrill in the UK, and we were over there for a couple months. And it was so weird because they gave me all these songs to learn, and I'd never heard a single song, you know, didn't really know it. And you go over there, and you start playing, and it's the place is packed with everyone singing every song. And yeah, what the, what the hell is going on here, you know? Right. So come to find out the Osmonds were really big back in the seventies uh, in the, in the UK. And huh. I just happened to kind of get in with these guys, you know, after, after that tour, I came back and started playing with the brothers and then, you know, stuck with them all forever, but they kind of had a resurgence. Um, after that, they, I mean, I think I went over there like 14 or 15 times. Wow, man. Tours. Yeah. How cool. How yeah, cool. It was Jay cool. Stevens says Steve's played at the O2 arena twice yeah dude holy yeah. cow man yeah it was fun. what an experience it was cool they um the osmonds used to do these uh there were parts of these you know i mean i, I think i've played like about every venue in the uk because like with merrill you go over there and play like small theaters and, and clubs and then with the the osmonds you'd play like you know bigger places bigger theaters and then they would be part of these uh, package tours with all these like acts that were big in the 70s we did these tours called once in a lifetime tours uh-huh. yep which was ironic because we did it every other year you know, <laughs> right right 12 years or whatever but yep. um but 
it'd be like the Osmonds and the Bay City Rollers and really you know, hot chocolate and Leo Sayer did one and uh they play K- Wembley yeah oh um, yeah a wow bunch. yeah um yeah but you, then you'd go over there on those package tours and play these big arenas you know mm-hmm. it was really cool because you're playing these places you always dreamed of playing but you're you're playing not the music you thought you'd be playing yet, right but it was, sure sure it was, i loved it yeah it was great no that's really yeah. cool um yeah. by the way and liz deck thank you for that too um she says that uh, there's a naked zoo show coming up too um talk about your time in naked zoo and oh man uh, you know naked zoo um back my my very first bar gig i think i was 15 years old at fletcher's opening for naked zoo i played in a band called johnny law and uh that's where I met Brian and Gene and Scott and all those guys, you yeah. know, and I just, uh, through the years, you know, stayed friends with them and played in various, I played in a lot of bands with Brian and Gene, of course, you know, yep. the dropouts and the Osmonds and several, you know, literally been around the world with, with Brian and Gene. Two really talented guys yeah. and, and super yeah. nice guys too. Yeah. Like yeah. they could, they, with, with, you know, the cred that they have, they could be total, um, oh, yeah. a-holes and they, they yeah. choose not to be. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Gene's like the nicest guy on the planet. You yeah. Know? Um, yes, he is. uh, and then Scott, I played, play, had a band back in the mid nineties with Scott Snow yeah called Malachi kind of like, oh, okay. Kind of real heavy. That's where we got yeah. our start. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's our connection. Oh, really? Whoops, yeah. Sorry. Say that again, Josh. I said, was that with Blue Contagion? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, J- uh, Jay Stevens says, side note, uh, the first musician I met and jammed with in Springfield was Steve. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I met Jay at a restaurant. He was working there and uh, we were. Was eating. he working as a uh, working in a restaurant as a cocktail? Uh-huh. How does that That's, go? Yeah. Working. working <laughs> I played that yeah. song last night. Yeah, you did. That's yeah. why it's in my yeah. head. There you go. I was like, I don't know why that came to me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys played it. Last That's night. right. Yeah. Yeah. Back when uh, the dropouts were looking for a new lead singer. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Jay cool. come and, and play. And we also had uh, Gina at the, I think at the same time. I think they were both there at the same time. Huh. And wow. we we're. we're wanting both of them you know but uh just didn't work out but yeah but we i think me and jay and gene i think jammed uh tried to start something different there for a while yeah Yeah. uh scott henry says the cavern club yeah played Um, there a couple times fletcher's yeah Yeah, fletcher's man that was a that was quite the rock bar oh really yeah here here in springfield yeah out on the uh west bypass or no, I'm sorry, past West. It was on Chestnut, past West Bypass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got you out towards uh, kind of in the airport area or the yeah. what used to be, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. toward there, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. PJ says, Steve is the best drummer ever, in my opinion. Shane, cover your ears. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> totally agree. Thanks, PJ. Uh, Scott Henry says, in my living room. That's right. Scott was in the <laughs> dropouts at the time. Yeah. So we had the uh, rehearsal. Yeah. Blue China. Very cool, man. China Very blue. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, let's see what we've got here. Um, I'm on to my um, third page of notes now, I think. Second or third, I don't know. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Shane Shane freaked us both out, Steve. He's like, man, I've got three pages of notes. And I'm like, oh, God, let me get busy. Uh, so yeah, actually, uh, to be totally transparent, Steve, while you guys were playing Members Only last night, I ducked down and watched a few songs come uh-huh. up here, listen about two or three <laughs> Def Leppard songs, and go back down and get another. <laughs> yeah. That's what got me through the albums. <laughs> Here's my um, notes right here. Look at Shane's. 
What is that? A prescription? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, a fellas. Prescription to rock. Ooh, <laughs> whoa there! Oh wait, I've got. I like how I do that, and I've got it. There you go. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and continue on this little journey. Okay, guys, this is it for me. This is hands down the hardest decision of both of these. I've been thinking about this for an hour. I, I've been back and forth all this week on which way I'm going to vote. Um, and I've got it written down and I'm sticking with it because if I overthink it, I'm going to keep changing it. So uh, we've got too late for love versus love bites. Um, Liz Deck says Shane is prepared. Uh, you have no <laughs> idea. He's prepared for he's prepared for anything. Jinkopedia. I am not. Jinkopedia. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm writing that down. We're making that a thing. It's got to be um, a thing. <laughs> so um speaking of jinkopedia um what are your what are your notes there say sir well my notes my notes uh it's one of my favorite songs you know big build all the way to the ending just a great song all the way around um another one of those you know you hear it you know it's Def leopard the <laughs> my one one thing i've got here is a lot of local bands ruin this song they just I don't think I've heard a local band do this I, song. I, I haven't either. I, oh, I've heard a few do it, and it's not well. It's not well. This, so, and here's the thing on that too, Shane. Like you said, uh, the production sounding that big, it's hard to translate hard, to yeah. a local level yeah. band. And it's not not even necessarily the the ability of their playing. It's they don't have the sound to fill it out to make it yeah. sound finished and polished. Right. Right. I yeah. think Def Leppard's a hard band to cover. Uh, you know, Def Leppard uh, would agree. So they play with a lot of tracks yeah. and stuff because yeah. of that. with all yeah. the polish and, and everything going. Um. Love bites, uh, nobody covers, and because of that it's vocal, a, yeah, Love bites! and it's a great song. I mean, it's a great ballad. It, um, yes, and it had that whole Mutt Lang take on it. The sound, um, it's draggy. <laughs> the big chorus, you know what I mean? It it has it has everything. Yeah, and um, but golly, to pick one or the other, dude, I know, right? This is I, legit hard. <sighs> I don't, I'm going to get ripped for either way, but well, you're not going to get ripped. But uh, tomorrow you're gonna you're gonna watch this back and be like, man, why did I vote <laughs> why for did that? I pick that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think I'm going to probably have to go the nostalgia for myself as a um, 13, 14, 15 year old. What, what's that look, Jared? What's that look? Uh, so, so Josh and I have split opinions on this. Uh, so I think I think you're going to go uh, team Jared, and I think Josh thinks you're about ready to go team Josh. But uh, uh, let's hear what you got. I'm going Love Bites. Oh, man. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to lose. You know we're going to lose on this. Dude. We're 19, going to lose this one. 1987. Yeah. We, we were. That was high school for yeah. us, man. That was yeah. eighth, ninth grade or something yeah. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when you had that early love and the song love bites came on and mm -hmm. had those breakups yeah that yeah. spoke to you slow dude. dancing in yeah. the, uh, oh, in the cafeteria at school dance oh man yeah. gym ours was a gym so oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well we had a barn out back <laughs> did they bring y'all the got a barning train <laughs> they bring the animals around too yeah okay that's why it's love bites, the horse bites! <laughs> that's why i like the it's song true. animal that's why i liked animal yeah give them a carrot do. Steve, you need some notes. I do. Can I borrow some of these notes? <laughs> hey, Steve, you need to borrow a pen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, good. Got a Sharpie. Oh, there you go. Okay, so um, Shane, you're going You're going to go with uh, Love Bites. Yeah, huh? and I'm going to regret that, but I am. 
I don't think you're going to regret it. Don't regret it. I'll be either way. There is no wrong answer on this one. Um, Both of these are really, really totally worthy songs of being picked as, uh, I mean, I just think it comes down to how it affected me personally, you Uh, know? Yeah. And and that's, that's where, that's why I went with it. Yep. Um, So, um, also the guitar lines in there in the chorus, creating that tension and yeah, yeah. slow and draggy. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a very emotive song. All right, Steve, go ahead and say, yeah, your now. song. Well, now. what <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, you know, was actually, already? I yeah, felt I like if, if you translated that, what that actually said, okay, Steve, go ahead and tell us your stupid opinion. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah. We know what it is. Come on. <laughs> No, this was actually the toughest one yes. for me because they were yeah. both good songs. They were both ballads, you know. Yep. Uh, and Love Bites, I have memories of, you know, being, you know. College? High school. <laughs> <laughs> On my second marriage, no. Uh, <laughs> in high school, you know, high school dances and, you know, you broke up with a girl and that song, man. You're right. Damn it. Yep. Love Bites. Love sucks, right. you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but to me, Too Late for Love is the one it's it's a better song to me you know yeah it's the way it starts that it's just it builds I, yes i think it's a better tune i yeah. yeah so um you're voting for too late for love absolutely um, i'm gonna yeah. go ahead and throw my two cents in um so steve to go right off of what you're saying the intro to the in my notes what i've got is the intro to the song uh with just the lead guitar um the uh vocal and that small little wind effect in there yes um and then yes. whatever um uh, it's which is and that those three components are very mood setting. Yes, and the um, lyrics too. I yeah. think are better. Um, and then the backup by the trap door. Yeah, the backup vocals kick in. Too late. Yep. And um, it makes the listener feel the need to sing along, uh, which is a um, uh, which is a sign of great production. And and too um, late for love when it kicks in, it's not really a ballad, honestly, because it's you, no, it has it, more yeah, of an yeah, upbeat. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's but the chorus feels like it's kind of slowed down. Yeah, uh, even yeah. in the as the song goes on. Yeah, um, yeah, which is a neat little trick. Um, Love bites though. I've got uh, the lyrics are incredible and very personable and vulnerable. Um, but uh, I got to admit, I love the bass being more forward in the mix. Um, um, God, I can't think straight whenever I'm trying to. Um, th- there's a what's the bass line in this? Um, boom, 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 boom. It does some. I don't know. Doo-doo. I can't remember. Oh, the yeah. bump, bump, bump. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah that that kind of thing. Uh, it's very yeah, it's very in the in the front of the mix, yeah. which compared to anything from Pyromania is dramatically different. Um, but I'm with Steve on this. Um, it, to me, it's again they're both good songs. I'm not either way. Anybody votes is is a good answer. Um, but for me, it's the feel, it's the vibe of the song, and to me, there's a more vibe created with Too Late for Love. Uh, like I said, just the, the the dynamics of the intro, how it makes you want to sing along. Too late, too late. Uh, it's just, man, that's it makes it a good song. Um, my opinion. Well, Josh, I agree. We can't all be right. I, I know. <laughs> I know. You'll you'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I. It's just. It's a hard hard decision, it, dude. It, it really is. is. They're both great yeah, songs. They really yeah. are. I'm excited to hear everybody in the comments opinion, but I'm also excited to move on because we're going to go back and forth on, I mean, between Shane and I, we're going to go back and forth on our opinions here. So, uh, Josh, where, uh, are, are you going to, are you going to go, um, love bites then? Is that what I'm, what I'm picking up? Yeah. I'm love bites. <laughs> Josh is love. Quit bites. trying to change his mind. No, you're not going to change my mind on this one. 
All right, fair enough. Now, if if too late were up against another song, it probably would win, but not yeah, against Love yeah. Bites. Yeah, um, I actually kind of like the fact that it made it a hard decision mm-hmm. um, with the the way that it's lined up. Um, so what are they saying in the comments? So right? we've got um, up oh, uh, one, two, three, four. Too late. Um, Cindy Lucas says Paralander does Love Bites quite well. Brian says Love Bites. Um, Al says they're both in the same formula. Uh, it seems like the winning formula. I'd have to say uh, the one that is currently playing. <laughs> okay, so no vote. Um, Al is Switzerland. Um, Julie says this is tough. I'm gonna I'm going Love Bites because of those uh, super stacked vocal harmonies. That's a that's a good point too. Um, uh, Tiki says uh, Love Bites. Liz says graduated in '87. Ha. Uh, Too Late for Love by Half a Hair. Okay. Uh, Jay Stevens says, Love Bites is a good song to turn the lights low, take some E, and put on a candle. And... <laughs> oh, God. Yep. That's why uh, I, uh, that song is now ruined. Thanks, yeah, Jay. Thank, thanks, is that Jay. what he's yeah. wanting? I mean, is that his vote then? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to give him that. I'm scared to know what happens uh, on yeah. a Sunday afternoon glitter, in the Stevens glitter, house. Glitter yourself, out. put glitter pops out the <laughs> handles on, take a little E. It's a glitter gun. Right. <laughs> Bedazzled. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Chuck says, uh, I hope you regret it, Shane. <laughs> I'm going with too late. Um, <sighs> Elkie, too late. Jeff, too late. Liz, love bites. And that's what we've got. Uh, so, uh, too late. Hey, Mr. Tallyman, Tallyman Banana, what is the <laughs> outcome of this song? Too late is at nine and love bites is at seven <laughs> you're going down that's close it's close it is close it is close um and that's you know it's they're two really good songs so uh no uh no loss here tiki says glitter dome all right um let's move on oh let's uh let's yeah. too late for love is the winner and we will go on to our next song, track number five. Die Hard the Hunter and Pour Some Sugar on Me. Let the slaughtering begin. <laughs> Is there really any discussion needed on this one? Not necessarily any discussion, but there are some some things that uh, should be probably I, I think said. Steve's torn. <laughs> it's uh, not on steve pyromania is, steve is uh natalie and ambrogria or uh, how do you say that? ambrosia <laughs> he's torn, torn. I, I uh, played that song before have you yeah all right no. um sadly let's see here uh so steve where are you out on this uh i gotta go pour some sugar on me <laughs> no, I'm that's what Jay Stevens is doing. What are you doing? <laughs> Pour some glitter on Jay. Pour some glitter um, on me. A little more, yeah. if you please. I like Die Hard the Hunter, but it's definitely like a an album track. You know what I mean? It's it's I an do. okay song. There's nothing stand out about it. But Pour Some Sugar on Me. Yeah. Um, it's one of those songs you're so you kind of get sick of hearing it on the radio, but after you come back and visit it. You you know why it was a hit in the first place, you and know? you know why it's overplayed because yes, it's it's yeah. got all the markings of a successful single. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. It's easy. It's kind of like a like a sweet child of mine. Like, oh god, if it turn if it comes on the radio, I tend to turn the channel. But like yeah. to actually listen to the song or to perform the song, yeah. it's it's. I mean, man, it's it's a valuable yeah. asset to the album for sure. And this is a song, obviously, 
uh, Shane, where I, I was mentioning earlier uh, on your remark about Animal being the strongest one, this this has got to be the only other contender um, as far as um, just uh, the hottest single on the album. Oh, yeah. It was huge back when it made, came out. Yeah. Made for radio, made for video. Made for strippers. Made for strippers. No. Yeah. Like Jay Stevens. Like Jay <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but that's that's what they, you know, when Hysteria came out, it didn't sell well. And no. then apparently a bunch of strippers started um, dancing to it and it took off in the strip clubs, you know, and really? it became a hit. That's what I hear. I don't know if it's true or not. Did but. you, were, well, were you first, taking notes? Yeah, no, back in the day, I, I yeah. Counting how many strippers danced to it. <laughs> this was no, not he was like, counting how many dollars you're short in your wallet. Let's man, be honest. Man, I lost a lot of money to this song. <laughs> I, think I lost a lot first, of sugar to this song. <laughs> I think their first uh, single was Animal. I think it was so, women. I think it actually. was women. Yeah, yeah it, was it was women. women. Yeah. So here's okay, the thing. So um, they, they, it, it, it released two different singles as their first single in different states. So um, America and Mexico got uh, women, I right. think, and and UK, I believe, animal got animal. UK, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Which and, was weird. I don't know. I don't understand the philosophy of trying to do it that way. But so it was. And women America. was actually fairly successful in America. Mm -hmm. And but again, I don't know why they chose that as a, America as, and Mexico, right. women and UK animal. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I think when the Love Bites their second single, Love Bites was I after think so. Sugar. And I it, think. Yeah. Sure. Well, I know that they had two singles that came out and their and the band was pushing for for their third one to be uh, pour some sugar on me. Well, I know because that it wasn't doing real well. Yeah. And once they put out pour some sugar on me, it exploded. Took off. Yeah. yeah. It wound yeah. up being seven songs, right? Seven yeah. singles, yeah. Seven singles. Yeah, from correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. Correct. Um yeah. I've got uh, a crap ton of uh votes for sugar, and I've got I think two for die hard. Uh, everybody's saying that this is the best stripper song ever. Yeah. Um, did, did I mean, you, I, that's what I hear. You want to hear my notes, J Jared? <laughs> I do. Would you like to hear my notes? Uh, I would. Okay. Um, I didn't even make any for pour some sugar on me because I knew it was right. going to win. What's the point? Die Hard Hunter. This song does nothing for me. At the four minute mark, it could it sound like a slow Iron Maiden. Uh, and the song <laughs> should have ended at the five minute 10 mark. Okay. So um, your notes. Um, are very different from mine, but uh, <laughs> my notes for, for this um, is uh, there is one thing that we share. The first thing I wrote was too long. Too long. Um, six minutes and 16 seconds. Too it's just long. too long. <laughs> um, so um, here's also what I've written for Die Hard Hunter. If you would have told me that this song was written by Gene Simmons and almost a kiss song, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I like the setup in the intro verse. Uh, the mood of the song completely changes after that and goes into a typical hairband sound. And that's where you lose me. It's just so generic and nothing sticks. Um, and pour some sugar on me. I, I agreed that no needs need to be taken, but I, I, I did my best. Um, this song's production is huge. Every instrument sounds enormous. It lends itself to almost the same hip hop crossover appeal. Um, or to some hip-hop crossover appeal. Uh, the guitar riff before the first verse is a 10 out of 10. Um, and there is no traditional, and this is interesting that nobody is talking about, uh, there's no traditional or noodly guitar solo. There's no solo in this song. Um, there's uh, some some little kind of chicken-picky kind of stuff, but it's not it's not a traditional, like, 30-second solo. Type. I have a question. Okay. All right. Pour some sugar on me. The video has, hit me like a bomb, a bomb. Yes. Okay, was that just on the CD, or was that, 
Because the cassette didn't have that. Correct. So there are two different intros. One is the, uh, let me like a bomb, the bomb, the bomb. Yeah. And the other is, step inside, right. walk this way. Yeah. Um, and so you're exactly right. It's done for whatever reason because of the video. So um, it wasn't, because all I had back then was cassette. So I didn't know if it was the CD had the hit like a bomb or and the cassette had the step inside. But I knew the video had. So I didn't. Know. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not sure. I didn't do a whole lot of research uh, on that specifically. But Josh and I were talking about this, uh, that this week as well. Um, and he was saying that he thinks it's because of uh, the, video. the video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I always thought it was interesting, too. And I'm not sure when they do it live. I'm not sure which way they do it. I think it's the love me like a bomb, the bomb, the bomb. And then they just start, which would be a track. And then they start him with a guitar. Right. The CD does have step and sidewalk. Okay. Display, does it? So, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, um, so, uh, Josh, are you going, uh, the obvious route or are you doing something different? Uh, I think I will do die hard. The hunter just, you know, because it's not getting any votes. <laughs> it's go a win, win. Yeah. Going the CJ Garmo yeah, route. Huh? It's a win, win <laughs> yeah, for you, right? Yeah. See, I, I say that and look, D, uh, CJ Garmo says die hard. <laughs> Come on. Got I'm you like clockwork poor, fellas. Pour some glitter on Jay is what we're right. doing. <laughs> uh, Kim says, I like Die Hard, but it's um, too damn long. Yeah, exactly. It re it really, it. do you have to make it linger? Something like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. So we're going to call that one. Uh, pour some sugar on me for the win. Uh, I know we're all sitting here in shock right now. Um, all right. So on to track number six. Lobbin, <clears throat> Lobbin. We've got Foolin' uh, versus Armageddon. Really getting it. Uh, Shane, what you got written down there, boy? All right. So, backstory on Armageddon. Uh, that video came out, and then not long after that, we lost Steve Clark. Correct. It was, it was kind of in that same time frame, right? Yes. Mm. And which is ironic because we had the come on, Steve, get it part, right. you know? Um, for the longest time, Armageddon it was my favorite song off the album. I, I just kinda, I really love that song. I kind of well. just got into it. There's the part after the solo, um, um, where it's um, roulette, roulette, come trigger the gun, cause the best is yet to that whole part right in there, uh -huh. building up to the chorus. Love that part. Um, I, like I said, it and uh, animal. Kind of went back and forth with me. I think Animals kind of settled as maybe my favorite off the whole, the whole album. Right. But um, you know, cool solo, Steve Clark as solo. Um, but Foolin', iconic song, the whole pyromania, you know. Um, and I love the first one hundred three of the song. It's just, you know, it's Def Leppard. It's rock. Right. Um, I've never. I'm gonna. People are gonna hate me for this. Never really been a huge fan of the f -f -f fooling. Just that's another one that, 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 that like for a live local band. My my old band Sunset Strip. We used to do that, and it always felt like the weak spot of the song because yeah. I'm like I feel so stupid going f -f -f fooling. Everybody knows Jared doesn't have a stuttering problem, so why am I doing <laughs> this? Uh, it, it's just kind of a weird thing to have in the song like that. It, it's a really good song. Cowbell kind of ruins it for me because I'm not a cowbell guy. Oh man. Um. I'm going to hold out the vote. Steve's about ready to throw your ass out the window. Man, I love fooling. I love the cowbell. Yeah. Well, you're, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. No. You never had a cow. Did we get a definitive <laughs> answer from Shane? He's holding out. You're holding out? I, I'm going to hold out for a second. Okay. I got to think about it. Hmm. I'm Is going, it on me? I'm All going right. with Armageddon. Oh, he didn't hold out long, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm going with Foolin. I love okay. Armageddon. It, I mean, it's a cool cool tune to me. Armageddon. It sounds like if it was if it was recorded a decade earlier, it could be like an old T Rex song or something, which I think is cool. I dig it. You know, it's kind of got a right loose rock and roll thing, but Foolin to me, it may be nostalgia. But I remember that's one of the um, Friday night videos staples. I, yeah, you know, the video, you know, I remember that mm -hmm. vividly. Um, and there was a lot of cowbell on this whole album. There was. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I just saw the, <laughs> the comments of the day so far. Uh, we've got it from Scott Henry. Oh, what is it? Thought this was about the drummer's car crash. Where's his arm? Armageddon it. <laughs> wow. And, you know, I, they're both, both cool tunes, but, uh, I got to go with full. And even though Armageddon, it does have the come on Steve line, which the guys <laughs> they in, made it for you. Yeah. He's talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> made it for you. The guys and members only like to uh, yell that randomly. Yeah. I, I saw some yeah. of that yeah. last night. I'm like, Oh, you just wait till you yeah. see what I yeah. got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a great song, but to me it's, and like I said, it's probably nostalgia, but I'm going with full. Okay. Um, I, um, so I'll read my, my notes here first before I tell you what I'm going. Um, Foolin, I've got uh, the lyrics tell a great story, more use of cowbell, but this one is actually borderlining on making the track sound dated. Um, it didn't, but it was right on the border. Um, Armageddon, it, I've only got one sentence written, and it says very odd vocal phrasings. Uh, if you were to read the lyrics um, and and sing, sing them how you think they would, like there's a lot of uh, coming in on the second or the end of, of the beat. Um, or or finishing early and letting a, a an instrument play over the the ending of the fourth beat. It's really weird phrasing that uh, it was almost too progressive for um, what I would know Def Leppard to be, uh, which kind of threw me off. But I, I I think overall it's a great song. I, however, am also going to go with Foolin. I think it's just a better of the two songs in in the in the head to head that we've got it in today. Uh, Josh, I initially had Foolin, uh, but I think I'm going to go with Armageddon. And I, I think Shane makes some pretty convincing Thank you. arguments. Thank you. What have it's I done? The blurry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on with these cameras. I think I see snowflakes behind you. I might have to. Uh, I mean, everybody. I mean, I've got the Christmas spirit, but my cameras don't. Because <laughs> Shane's a Grinch. Right. Um, okay. So. Um, Going to the uh, comments. Let's I'll, see here. I'll be interested to see, but I figured Foolin will run away with this. Okay. Uh, oh, no, here we go, Josh. Yep. Uh, we've got Foolin, Armageddon, Foolin, <laughs> uh, Foolin, Foolin, total coin flip. Uh, Julia says, uh, another tough call. Although uh, the video for Armageddon, it was extremely appealing because of my crush on Joe Elliott at the time. Foolin was way more fun to sing, so Foolin gets my vote. Uh, so there's one for Foolin. Uh, Steve, did you also have the uh, the same affection for Joe Elliott when you I watched did. those videos on yep. Friday nights? Yep. That was it. <laughs> uh, Cindy says Armageddon it. Al says Armageddon it. Scott says... Uh, Get an arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get an arm. Get an arm, take an arm. Uh, both Armageddon and Foolin are good. My vote is Foolin. Uh, both great songs. Um, 
uh, fooling for for Jeff Jeffries. And Jay says, uh, "WTF is an Armageddon?" It yeah, exactly, and that's why I'm not voting for it. It just doesn't make no damn sense. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's a fooling for Jay. Uh, that's a no vote for Jay. No that's vote. just, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, we'll put that as a fool and vote, I guess. It wasn't a complete runaway, was it? I don't know. What is our uh, 10 to 5? That's what the WTF really, for fooling. stands yep. for. Wow. Fooling. WTF right. stands for what with, the fooling. With the fooling. With the fooling. What the fooling. Yeah. What the fooling. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, fooling is going to take this one. It's official. And, um, here comes here comes the moment we've all been waiting for. It's finally appropriate. Rock of Ages versus Gods of War. Uh, Steve, we'll let you start on this one. No brainer. Rock of Ages. I mean, Gods of War. I hadn't heard that song probably in twenty years. And listened to it in the car on the way here <laughs> <laughs> that makes for a long car yeah, ride oh. yeah it's not a great song it's you not know? it's 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 kind of like die hard the hunter really it's just stuffed on there you know yes, it really is yeah uh rock of ages that was a massive hit cool drum groove great intro you know with mutt lang then the the drums 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 yeah. right yeah uh, <laughs> but it's a cool groove yeah it's yeah that was a i, I mean back i think i was in maybe I don't know, junior high or, or maybe before that when this came out and it was this song was everywhere and it's just yeah, cool rock tune you know it, it is yeah. it is yeah. for sure, um, okay so Steve is going uh, rock of ages um we'll jump over to Josh, Joshua what do you think uh gotta be rock of ages okay yeah I yeah uh Shane what you got in your uh, in your little note bag there first boy? off um if you're in in my mom's vehicle in 1987, you need to flip the cassette over oh. at this point. Oh, because I was going to ask where in the car. But, Armageddon oh, it was the last song on the first side. There you go. Um, yep. Rock of Ages, iconic intro. Uh, if you're over the age of 30, you know this song, you know. Yeah. Um, killer song on all fronts. It's a rock anthem. It's a staple of a, of of american rock even though it's pretty would you say that this is even an arena rock song oh yeah yeah i would i would think so too yeah choruses yeah i mean this this you think of rock and roll this is the song that comes to your mind yep god of war (laughs) nothing for me (laughs) not a fan you know i need i need to record that sound effect and get it in here (laughs) help yourself yeah um Uh, yeah so easy one for me fair um so for me uh i've got uh Rock, I'll go the opposite way. Rock of Ages is my vote. That's what I'm going with. Um, uh, overall, the sound of Rock of Ages on this track could have been very easily fit into Hysteria. Uh, it's got such a feel-good slash party solo. Um, for Gods of War, I've got uh, the first six... six uh, I'll say that again. The first 50 seconds is a total waste of time. There's like this weird little guitar-y kind of thing, and then it like totally dies out or stops, and then like the song starts. I'm like, so then what was the point of the first um, almost minute? Um, I did like the, uh, the effect that they had where they were panning like a high pass filter, um, back and forth after that 50 seconds. Uh, but there, if you, if you listen to this song and then listen to Armageddon, there are a lot of recycled chord structures that are Mm -hmm. almost verbatim. Um, like it's, it's like they didn't even try to come up with the filler. They're just like, Hey, I really, I really like this riff. Let's put it in this song too. Uh, so yeah, rock of ages, no questions asked. Um, all right, so we've got um, 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've got a perfect clean sweep for Rock of Ages. All around. All yeah. around. So, our first clean sweep. It's the cowbell. <laughs> All right. Um, coming up next, we've got... Uh, oh, actually, coming up next, I'll tell you what. Let's... Um, we're going to take another quick little break, um, get some refills, um, do what we got to do. So stick around and we'll see how the rest of the album finishes out. Don't go away. All right. So we are back. Um, let me uh, get myself back up in her. There we go. Um, let me uh, check in on the comments, see how everybody's doing. Um, is this going so far the way that you thought it would go? Are you uh, are you over there shaking your fist like, what are you doing over there? Or are you like, nope, yep, this is exactly how I thought it would go. Uh, I would like to know. Um, because, you know, totally be transparent about this. I And, and Josh uh, saying, hey, why don't we do a Def Leppard classic album clash? I'm thinking, well, Hysteria is going to win by a landslide. Um, and as I'm going through this, I actually have more on my votes, um, votes for Pyromania than I do Hysteria. Uh, so I would, I was not expecting to think that the better album was going to be Pyromania, but, um, I would have to agree with, uh, Mr. Steve Mason, wherever he went, there he is. Um, who, uh, who, you know, he and I talked last night at the show and you were talking about, uh, oh, you, oh, you're yeah. in heaven now. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, these. I'm like E.T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you were talking about last night, uh, just overall liking the grittier rock and roll feel to Pyromania, yeah. the less the less polished uh, version of Def Leppard. Well, to um, me, like Def Leppard from the first album, all you know, on through the night, then High and Dry, then Pyromania, then Hysteria, they progressively got more poppier. You know, I would agree with that, except for um, bringing on the heartbreak from um, High and Dry. Yeah, that actually could have really fit well on Hysteria. I agree, it it could. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, that's that's another one that my old band used to cover. I love doing it, but um, it, it does have that overall more produced. And I feel like maybe that was kind of a dip with their toes in the in the water of well, um, having that bigger sound and like that's we want more of this. And that was the uh, I, I believe their that album was the the first one with Mutt Lang. Was that right? High and dry was correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And you can hear the Mutt Lang influence, you know. Yeah. The the further they get into their career. Oddly enough, to me, the uh the the Mutt Lang prototype for Def Leopard, uh have you heard the song um Touch Too Much by A C D C Just it's, a touch. Doo -doo. That could touch totally too be much. a Def Leopard song. Very much so. I mean it sounds yeah. like it could be off very much, you know, um high and dry or or uh, pyromania. I totally. see Jared this week uh, have a conversation with someone about High and Dry. Uh -huh. I got a buddy who's a huge Def Leppard fan, and he'll take High and Dry over any of these. I I love, yeah. To me, Def Leppard, when they first started out, you could hear the ACDC influence, which was ironic because, you know, Mutt Lang also produced um, ACDC. Yeah. And kind of made their biggest album, you know, two biggest albums um, back in black. But to me, touch too much it sounds like a blueprint for Def Leppard's entire sound you know yeah yeah uh, Jared mentioned it earlier too I had it in one of my notes somewhere he brought up Cinderella there was a there's a song on Pyromania that reminded me of Cinderella I'll be interested to see which one that was uh oh that was the first song probably rock rock no it's uh 
we're, we're going to keep carrying on with the conversation. I think uh, even though we're moving here, I think we're frozen up on the live stream. So uh, we'll, we'll carry on with our conversation. Keep going. Silence. Oh. To see us anyway. <laughs> That's because Hysteria is losing. No one can see us right now. The internet. Nobody can see like us, but they can hear us. This is the best we have looked all night. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. And and uh, here I'll use a Shania Twain reference since we're talking about Mutt Lang. Oh, Did yeah. I shave my legs for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can totally hear Mutt Lang. We really can in in everything he does. Yes. Um, of, and as far yeah. as producers and stuff, the only other person um, that I feel is the same kind of way where you can listen to a song and go, "Oh, I I, I could tell who who did this," was uh, Phil Spector with the, the Wall of Sound. Yeah, um, yeah. Like two producers that very much have their own unique uh, sound, but you can put yeah. your finger on it from a mile away. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know that that's a good thing. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, you, you almost don't want to have too much of an influence on a band, but at the same time, if um, you know, I think it was Al Hutch's that said earlier um, something about a formula. If you've got a formula and it works and it continues to work, you kind of do tend to keep going with it. Yeah. Um, and maybe that was kind of detrimental overall to the uh, longevity of the genre. Uh, yeah. Was it became too formulaic? That's something that I complain about all the time. With uh, you know, in, into the '90s with. Uh, hair bands and stuff uh po poison is an easy go-to uh bon jovi mm -hmm. um yep. they just started sounding too formulaic and too yeah. um regurgitated of a sound well i think when when you know like a certain when like uh the 80s for instance like uh when um, hey there we go we're back oh we're back when like uh the first wave of those hair bands came out yeah they were different they were new then by the second wave it's it's kind of regurgitated and by the third wave of them it's all just completely ripping each other off and they're all the same and it's yeah by then it's too late it's dead you know too late too late for too hair. late too late <laughs> for love sorry yeah well if you're making hits keep making them right right them that's what i'm saying run right into the ground right until the wheels fall off yeah. exactly i mean hip-hop's hip not doing that at all no <laughs> <laughs> right yeah no uh, these are my possessions. Let me tell you all about them. <laughs> if you ever notice, that's all rap is about is things and possessions uh, and uh, women. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Boats and hoes. Uh, Boats and hoes. <laughs> um, okay. Kim says, I'm surprised at myself for not voting the way uh, I initially thought I would. Uh, so that makes me think that maybe some of our arguments are uh, influencing some some folks. Uh, oh, I'm not even going to read that out loud or I'll get put in Facebook jail again. Uh, but there's something about a, a sport and a score oh. or something. Um, yeah. Oh, no, black. <laughs> yep, we froze. But I, I figured out how to fix that without having to restart the stream. So I don't know. I still haven't figured out what's causing it. But uh, at least we don't have to, you know, try and find the stream again. So that's good. Um, <laughs> Al says, dang it. Did Jay get naked naked again? <laughs> the table. Uh, Jeff says, come on, fix that. Well, I did. Uh, you want to hear about Cinderella? Oh, I want to hear about Cinderella. What? 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 Did somebody say something about Cinderella? Shane. I did. Yeah, he did. No. I did. <laughs> there we go. I was reading studying his notes. Yeah. I was reading the He's studying comments. for the final exam. Right. Yeah, I guess so. He was talking about a song sounding like Cinderella, but couldn't remember one. Yeah, I figured out which one it was. It's what coming was it? up. 
Oh, is it? Up. Yeah. Um, so for me, what did I say earlier? Um, rock, rock till you drop uh-huh. is the one that sounded almost yeah. like a Cinderella song to me. Um, Jay Scott Garmory says, I always thought they originally tried to sound like UFO. Wow, that's interesting. Um, I'll have to re-listen to some of their um, early stuff from uh, what was that? Keep keep on trucking. Is that their first album? Keep on, uh, on through the night. Keep on, on through the night. On. It had a yeah. truck on it. It had, it had, it a, had truck. a truck yeah. on you know, it. I, I, the guitar. I could see that. I think they were big UFO fans. I don't know yeah. if you yeah. guys listened to UFO, but man, yeah, love them. Great. But Same. it is yeah. amazing how much their sound changed when they got Mutt Lang on. I mean, yeah, it's totally different band. Yeah. Each from album to album, you hear the evo- evolution of their sound. Yeah, yeah truly. Um, um, yeah. Here you go, Shane. Chuck says. Uh, it's the best they've looked all night, Jeff. When we when we <laughs> went into dark mode, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I agree, Elky. Uh, Elky says, um, "Come on, Josh, fix it." <laughs> I'm not in control of that. Well, I don't know. You're the producer. You're in control of everything. It's, um, it's it worked stream. fine before you got here, Josh. It's Jared's stream. No, this is our. And he's stream. got a weak stream for. <laughs> I've got an urethra. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Never tell you mind. what, that's why I only have one I'll tell you what. <laughs> Can you get that drummer guys from members only's autograph for me? <sighs> uh, Guess Jeff, who that was from? Jeff Ward. <laughs> Jeff all Ward. Right. Um, all right. So, um, oh, oh, there, I missed a. Lisa says, uh, can we keep it black for my appearance next week? <laughs> Kim says, Lisa, I'm down with that. Uh, we might we might come up with something creative actually for uh, a little Christmas special, so stay tuned. Um, all right, so uh, fellas and fellas, let's go on to track number eight. Coming under fire, don't you, Chatgun? Um, oh here's here's my opinion on this. Oops, that's wrong. That's <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll get through this until that one song. <laughs> As good, I mean, as good as the love bites and uh, the other. What was the song? Uh, uh, love bites and uh, too late. Yeah, as, as good as that one was, this one is a, yeah, cricket fest. Yeah, it, it's yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's the same struggle on which one you pick, but uh, for a different reason. <laughs> different. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, I've got the cheesy. This is a don't shoot shotgun. The uh, cheesy intro blows, and the song does nothing for me on my notes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, f- as far as coming under fire, it sounds like Def Leppard. <laughs> that's my notes. Uh, and then I've got parenthes- which is funny that's that you odd. say that. Yeah. yeah. Parentheses is I've got track filler. So well, what's I, I'll before we vote, I want to I want to go and read my notes. Um, because he said that uh, coming under fire, uh, it, it just sounds like Def Leppard. Yeah. I actually have uh that coming under fire. It almost feels like Def Leppard covering a song from Dawkin. Um, meaning that I could see this being a, a, a fairly decent Dawkins song, um, and and maybe that should have been chopped around and given to Dawkins. Um, but uh, I I agree that uh, I've got written down for "Don't Shoot Shotgun." Seems like a typical filler song lyrics. <laughs> uh, well, um, do you know what the song is about? Anybody? No, I I don't have premature. This- Yes, I don't have this on any good authority other than just reading the lyrics, and it sounds like its song is about a two pump chump. Ah, just saying, uh, he doesn't. Don't shoot shotgun. Don't shoot shotgun. Well, now I got to change my vote. <laughs> <laughs> and your underwear. Do you relate um, to it? Or... <laughs> this is when Jay's glitter gun goes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it went off twenty minutes ago. <laughs> uh, okay. To me, that's what separates these two albums. I mean, 
What, Jay Stevens and the amount of glitter? Uh, yeah, yep. Jay Stevens is all over Hysteria. All no. over. Uh, no, like, Hysteria's got, like, what, 12 songs? It and does. seven singles. Oh, I meant to, yeah. Uh, Pyromania's got, I don't know how many singles, but there's 10 songs. But to me, I mean, the singles were good, but the songs that weren't singles are better on Pyromania than the songs that weren't singles on Hysteria, to me. I don't know. And this is a perfect example because coming under fire is not an exceptional song, but it's way better than the turd that is don't shoot shotgun. Yeah. I mean, that, that song is a pretty poor tune. It, it really is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah. There's nothing at all redeeming as far as like a catchiness or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Elky, by the way, Joshua, this one's for you. Uh, Jared is correct. No problem before you came on. Fix it. Elky is taking no prisoners, man. Elky, are you saying he had no problems before? <laughs> right. None. Before None. I this was along. a well-oiled machine. I don't control the internet. <laughs> I have it on good authority uh, that you do. I do. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, Kim Garmory says, uh, don't shoot. Mark LeBrock says, hi, Steve. Hey, Mark. Um, let's see here. Uh, Liz Deck, neither one. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, right Chris, answer. Chris right Hankins, there. don't care for either. <laughs> Cindy Lucas, skip to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> no one even wants to address no, these songs. No, this is, this is hysterical. No, they it's, feel. <laughs> <laughs> these are the bastards of the bunch. Right. So uh, I, I'm assuming this has to do with my description of what the song means. But uh, Al Hutcher says, Frankie says, relax. <laughs> don't shoot shotgun. <laughs> okay. So uh, we do have a don't shoot shotgun from Al. Uh, we've got uh, Coming Under Fire from Elkie. We've got uh, Don't Shoot Shotgun from Julia. Uh, Jeff Ward says Coming Under Fire all day. Yep. Um, Tiki Man says Survey says Shovel to the Head, to, shovel to the head <laughs> Shotgun. Okay. Uh, Jody Guy Cotton Gim, how's it going, my friend? Uh, this is kind of, this is my kind of party. Don't like either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're all in the same boat. So, um, yeah, uh, Josh, what are you? Uh, what are you gonna vote? Uh, well, I think I found "Don't Shoot" had a, a better um, structural quality to it, but I just can't get past the lyrics. "Don't shoot shotgun" just is stupid. <laughs> so, so your vote is which? Uh, I'm gonna go with "Coming Under Fire." Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm also gonna go with "Coming Under Fire." Um, so. Um, Let's uh let's see what that tally ends up uh giving us. Uh I think it's like seventy five seven to, to one. Yeah. <laughs> There's I think there were only two people that thought don't shoot had any quality to it. Yeah, I so. would agree. Uh Brian says fire. Okay. Um uh, so our winner. Um here we go. Our winner is gonna be coming under fire. There, hmm. there we go. Coming under fire. Boom. Hmm. Um oh Kidoki. Um, of course, now, that could also have to do with premature ejaculation. Yeah, it really too. could. It really could. Um, so, or, or, or an STD. That's right. <laughs> Just one time in band camp. Now I got to change my vote again. Right. And, and your underwear. Um, so um, as fun as that was to try and vote for something that we didn't care about, let's do it again. Yes. Um, yes. So in the number um, nine position, or number nine track, I should say, we've got action, not words. And run riot. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and I'll start this one. Um, so for action, not words, um, I've got uh, this almost almost reminds me 
of a less cool version of Let There Be Rock by ACDC. Um, and uh, Run Riot, this song probably translates really well live for them. That's all I've got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My vote is Run Riot. Run Riot. Run Riot. Steve? Uh, action, not words. Really? Yeah. Why I so? like Run Riot. I, I like it up until the chorus. Then it gets a little too poppy for me. Okay. Um, Aren't you a members only, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like pop. Right. Just not yeah, this particular pop. pop. Yeah. Fired. Come yeah. on, Steve. Come on, Steve. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I said, action, not words to me is just a, it, it does kind of remind me a little bit of ACDC, which yeah. I like. So, yeah. And again, like you said, too, uh, during our blackout, that's that's a very Mutt Lang yeah. uh, influenced sound. It's so. a little more closer to Def Leppard's roots yeah. than Run Riot. So. Yeah. Um, let's see here. We've got uh, one, two, two votes for Run Riot and two votes for Action Not Words. Uh, so, uh, Shane, what are you going to do to break this up? Well, I've got, um, I like the bluesy slide vibe in the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where there's a part in there to me that sounded like uh, Cinderella. I got that Cinderella vibe. That's okay. where I had that wrote down. Yep. Chorus kind of blows. Yeah, you're that's t- what I thought. For Action Not Words. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? I huh? thought you were talking about Run Riot. No. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I like the middle build to the solo, um, and but the song should have ended at the two minute 50 second mark is what I got for Action Not Words. Um, I liked Run Riot, but that's probably just a product of hysteria, you know, growing up on it. Right. So um, I'll go Run Riot. Okay. Um, and uh, Josh, what are you going to go with? I'm going to go with Run Riot as well. Um, that would be the correct answer. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so um, let's see here. We had, uh, what did I say? We had one, two, and one, two. There we go. Okay, so we've got another one. Jody says, action, not words. Julie says, action, not words. Al says, Ooh. run riot. Elkie says, action, not words. Um, so if Gotta we were to close, uh, Brian says, run riot. This is going to be a close one, surprisingly. Yeah. We're at uh, six to seven right now. Chuck says, action. action. Chuck's out of votes. Seven to seven. <laughs> Tied. Chuck, you have no power here. Um, push. <laughs> push. That's push. it. We're, um, we're tied. Uh, all right. Tied. Uh, we need a tiebreaker, folks. Action. Just got a vote. Yep. Boom. Austin. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Tiebreaker. Action. Uh, I would love to know if uh, Austin even knows what the band is. <laughs> <laughs> Austin was my uh, former co-worker. Good dude. So uh, thanks for joining us, Austin. I uh, appreciate you bringing the um, action. Uh, <laughs> oh, and then a run riot. Oh, Damn it. good. Oh. Good. Good, good, good. Because that's what I'm going for. Uh, <laughs> and I think we need to nope. wait anything to hysteria just because there's a handicap on that album so. true um okay so liz says run uh and austin says nope he doesn't know anything about who who sings this so perfect <laughs> he's qualified yeah exactly overqualified over well he's got he's got two functioning arms so <laughs> it still feels too soon what's it been like 35 years and it still feels too soon sometimes um tiki man says my mom says action not words oh <laughs> well, yeah she does yeah sure <laughs> 
but you got to vote yourself. We're not but, doing any of these right. mail. My, my husband says run riot. <laughs> so we're still at a stalemate, even with all these um, odd voting nine, nine. schemes. Nine to nine. Yeah. Careful, we'll all end up in Facebook jail. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't play my disclaimer. Oh, dang it. I should have. In fact, I will. Um, let me pull this up and um let me see if I can find this real quick. Because that was some funny stuff, man. Um I've made it this far and not offended anybody yet. I know. I know. I know. Which is we're, we're still early in the night. Let me let me see if I can switch this over. Uh-oh, Scott Henry. This is the problem you run into with CDs that LPs don't have. Too much time to fill. A lot of filler was thrown because there was more time available. Instead of having these best 8 to 10 tracks, you have 14 to 15 tunes, five of which were meh. I'll True. Hit. He's right. Yeah, he's not wrong. Um, hey, Josh, can you go to uh, full screen for we me for a second? Full screen. And yeah. Jeff just... Oops, uh, sorry. I did the wrong thing. Go to uh, your camera in full screen. Jeff just put action, not words on Kristen. There you go. So this is um, this is from Shane Jennings. Uh, as soon as I asked him if he'd come on the show, this is the, the second thing that I got sent back to me. Uh, disclaimer, the thoughts and views, the thoughts and views. Uh, the, I'll read that right again. Disclaimer, the thoughts, views and opinions of Jinky do not necessarily reflect the policies or positions of the Audio Rose podcast, Jared Isaacs or the Riff or Classic Rock Coffee. Uh, viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, good stuff, man. Uh, that's that's pretty funny yeah, stuff there, boy. Full of useless information. Jinkopedia. <laughs> uh, Jinkopedia. Uh, Kristen says, uh, action. Jeff put that. that has... She did, too. I need proof that that's not Jeff. Uh -huh. Kim says, time to flip a quarter. I say time to flip a jinky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he lands on his feet, he's yours to keep. <laughs> <laughs> Just feed him um, a McRib a day, and he'll be fine. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so are we still split here? Are we? It's ten to nine. Okay, then ahead we'll now. call it. So okay. action, it is. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Yay. Calm down, Ben Stein. Yay. <laughs> action, not words, is the winner. Um, all right. Now, what were you saying about hysteria? I was, I'm sorry. I was trying to read comments, and I know you're saying. So I'm going to focus hysteria? on you. What about hysteria? He said something about hesitating or something. Hesitating? What? <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I've, I've got my views on oh. on why I feel that hysteria. Hang is on, I got I got this new thing set up. I don't know. Oh, well, there's one. No, that's one. not. That's not. No, that's oh, still not it. The... One of these. No, that, there we go. I found. Uh, it. Oh wow, oh. you got another one. Yeah, I got okay. another one. I got a new one. But see, I've uh, got to look over this way to make it look like I'm looking. Oh wait, yeah, I got to go this yeah. way. Hey, yeah, yeah. how are yeah. you, buddy? Well, you know, I'm pretty good. <laughs> If you're, if you're about? not in the studio, why did you black totally us out? This... We we had a well-oiled machine here before. Uh, it's not my problem, man. <laughs> You've got control of the stream. I have no, I have no control. Can you not tell? Yeah, well, I I know that. That's okay. why I was yelling at you to get a producer, and now I'm getting all the grief. <laughs> right, right. I said uh, Joshua Poole in the comments says, "Fire your producer." Fire my producer. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so um, sorry. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, I'll still be paid the same. Kristen, yeah, exactly. Bless your heart. Um, Julia says, uh, Kristen breaks the tie. Yes, exactly. The winner is action. All right, so on to our final song. Um, and I, I totally dropped the ball and should have explained this earlier. So obviously one uh, uh, album, Pyromania, has um, 10 tracks and Hysteria has 13 or 
12? 12. 12 tracks, yeah. Um, so obviously, we. long story short, I just cut the last two off. Uh, we will still, if you would like to, we can still talk about the last two on Hysteria. But for today's sake, uh, we'll pretend that they both have 10 tracks. No. Well, no one listens to the last two anyway. <laughs> no, especially yeah. not those two. No, unless you're in uh, the car with uh, Jinky's mom, yeah, apparently, <laughs> and you you flip the tape back over. Wasn't Love and Affection the twins? I can't live without your love and affection. Oh, it was yeah. Then Nelson, Nelson, Nelson. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, okay, wow, we're already getting votes. So uh, Kim and Cindy both have said hysteria. I'm shocked. Um, so Shane, what have you got here on your notes, here, bud? Um, well, this will be easy. Yeah, this um, is, this is a, a Billy's got again. I thought it was going to be Dio. Um, really? I thought it was going to be uh, Aerosmith. Uh, tedious. Billy's got a gun. Should have ended at the five minute mark and saved us all uh, a bunch of time. Hysteria, great vibe, feel. Uh, very Def Leppardy. I have that. Is Def Leppardy a word? <laughs> it's, um, yes, it's right, simple, next, to, it's right next to Jinkypedia. Uh, yeah, Hysteria. Nope. No, no competition here, yeah. Steve. I, I love Billy's Got a Gun. I think that was a cool... Oh cool my album. gosh! This guy, man, I tell you what. <laughs> but I'm going with Hysteria. <laughs> okay, I love his uh, Hysteria is just a well constructed tune. I love it. We just learned that in members only and played it last night, and just a great tune. Yeah, in fact, I've got oh. that recorded. I might even play that before oh, we awesome. uh, end the cool. show. Yeah, I'd like to hear from it. last night. Awesome. Yeah, but yeah, Hysteria is the better tune. However, I do like the the drum thing at the end of uh, Billy's Got a Gun. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's called, but to me, that the little drum thing, you know what I'm talking about at the end? Of... I don't know that I made it because at the really? five minute mark, I wanted to kill, <laughs> I wanted to kill myself. At hey, the I appreciate the mark. honesty. Maybe we should ask a drummer what that little drum thing is. That's all drum machine, but uh, I like it better than both the last songs on Hysteria. So, okay. So, but anyway, Hysteria is my vote on that one. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see here. Joshua. What? Um. Hysteria. Okay. <laughs> oh uh, wow! I like <laughs> you. You literally just activated my um my Siri. <laughs> Did I? Hysteria. Uh, I'm sorry. She's like, <laughs> she's like, what? Can I help you? <laughs> I'll be uh, more wow, careful. Wow, Brian. I, wanna... I feel like you've been doing this all night. He's going with uh, Billy's got a gun. I feel like he's been doing the um, devil's advocate vote. So it makes me question on your yeah. if your sincerity is there. <laughs> um. Chuck says, uh, come on, Steve. Billy's got a gun. <laughs> um, Elkie's vote is hysteria. Julia's vote is hysteria. <laughs> Tiki Man says, uh, Def Leopardy for the win. Def Leopardy <laughs> all day. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Chris Hankin says, hysteria for personal reasons. It's one of uh, the very few non-country songs that Fred... Netzer got through uh, to my twangy ass that we used to play uh, together. Okay, cool. Uh, hysteria from uh, Mr. Jeff Wold. Um, I think I already got that one earlier. So yeah, uh, it's it's hysteria for sure. Uh, that's also my vote. And I for my notes, I've got um, Billy's got a gun. Uh, is a surprisingly dark subject matter for Def mm -hmm. Leppard. Um, it's a good story song. Um, not a great one, but a good one. Uh, it's got a really weird ending, though. Um, um, oh, I, I thought the ending sounded a lot like Genesis or uh, Phil Collins. Um, it's just that atmospheric weird. I, I, I'm like, I'm like Shane, like, just stop the song already. What are we doing? Yeah, I was done. Uh, especially for being, um, well, it's not the last song. Yeah, yeah, it's the last song on the album. Um, 
so it just seemed to kind of linger on. Um, Hysteria, what a fantastic ballad, deserving of being the title track. Uh, such a full sound. Um, and I will say this on behalf of the Dirty Saints, and I saw members only do this song last night. This is one of my favorite songs to hear um, a, a good band play live. Uh, those those harmony <laughs> harmony <laughs> vocals in the uh, in the chorus and stuff are just really really awesome. Uh, it's a very full sound uh, when done right. So I agree. Cool tune. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So uh, I think that um, almost a total landslide. Uh, Billy's got a gun. Has only got one vote, but hysteria wins out. Um, okay. So uh, fellas, do you guys, while Josh is over there counting all the total uh, tallies. Um, did either of you get anything for excitable or love and affection? Well, any, I any... sure did. Okay, well, let's <laughs> let's hear what you got. Um, He's got to go through his notes. Yeah, let me look here. <laughs> He's excitable. I was excited till Duran <laughs> Duran started playing, um, and then love and affection once again sound very Def Leppardy track filler, easy B side. Yeah, excitable is one of the worst tunes uh, on yeah, the album. I, yeah, it and, and rocket. Yeah. yeah. Real. I'm I'm really surprised at that. So oh my in my gosh. notes, I've got excitable, very 80s pop sounding. Um, the bass is very upfront. Um, I actually wrote that it's, in my opinion, single worthy, even if it's considered like a deep cut. Not that it would be high on the charts or anything like that, but uh, it could have been pushed in marketing uh, from a marketing standpoint a little bit. Um, not that it you know would have won any big awards. Uh, Love and affection. I've got uh, well placed on the album. It feels like a good wrap up song. Uh, Joe uh, Joe Elliott almost sounds congest congested, especially in that first verse. Um, it just he just kind of sounds like this. Yeah, yeah, um, he, he does. And love and affection to me sounds like um, they took all the spare parts from Hysteria and Animal and put it together in one song. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Leftover. Let's Left, build a yeah. song here. <laughs> right. Scrap. Uh, the uh, record label says we've got to have twelve songs on here, so let's let's keep going. You're four million in debt. I need twelve <laughs> songs. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Atomic Mass. We're changing the name. Def Leppard. <laughs> All right. So uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and give our uh, big reveal here and see what Josh has got for our winner. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, I, you know, honestly, like um, I, I said earlier in the show that uh, on on several different posts that I put on the Audio Rose podcast page, um, everybody was like, "Oh, hysteria, hysteria," and I thought the same thing until I started taking these notes, and I'm like, "Man, pyromania though, uh, it's it's a heck of a heck of an album for sure." Um, and again, a lot of it does honestly have to do with the way that the the deck was stacked, if you will, um, as far as what songs were against what songs. Um, I think um, Joshua was talking about um, um, somebody on the radio had just recently done um, one arm or two arm. And I think what you were saying is that it had different. Um, they, they didn't do the track by track like what we do. They did something no. different and mixed it up. No, it was just a one arm or two. It was kind of a guess which album this was from. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, it, uh, apparently if it rocked, it was from Pyromania and if it was overproduced, <laughs> it was Hysteria. So here's here's what I'm thinking. I think that the hits from Hysteria were so big that there, um, that there's a lot of connection to it. So people, when they think what is a great Def Leppard song, they think these huge 
monster hits uh, and not really which songs are the better songs. Yeah. So, and that, and, or also what you're really connected with, because I think if most people were to be honest, they really were exposed to uh, Def Leppard through hysteria. Yeah. So. See, I'm a little bit older probably than you guys. So to me, really? I was first exposed. What? what? I'm 83 years old. No, <laughs> you look good. You must moisturize. boy. <laughs> uh pyromania was when i was exposed to him so to me hysteria seems like a little bit watered down you know right yeah and i'm sure people that that discovered him on uh high and dry thought pyromania was watered down because it was kind of a progression you know from album to album yeah so don't get me started on like uh adrenalize and <laughs> slang and all that <laughs> crap so. right don't get me started <laughs> yeah it ended it yeah ended. Yeah. yeah. Adrenalized was just awful. Oh, let's get rocked. Really? Let's, let's get, get, let's get, get let's, let's get, get rocked. Yeah. Awful. Um, solid record. There you go. Um, Alan Bell, how's it going, buddy? Uh, I like Def Leppard till they poured some sugar on me. Then I was pissed. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kim says, uh, she agrees with Mr. Poole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's really no argument. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I want to before we before we finish the show out. Um, let me see if I can get all the right buttons here. I never can. Still can't. There we go. Okay. So, um, Josh, go to there. You go. Uh, go to your camera if you if you can, Josh. Okay. Now then, I'm going to switch this. So hold tight. Okay. Oh, that's me. Hit your uh, hit your Josh thing again. Maybe there we go. Okay, so this is uh, from last night, by the way. You'll see Steve back here in the back playing some drums. Uh, we'll listen to a little bit of Hysteria, and then we'll uh, wrap up this show. Um, and uh, yeah, hold tight. Sounds good. Yeah. Wow. Right? I love what you've done. Sound just drums. like Def Leppard. Oh, I'm telling you. Um, so let me let me uh, hold tight. Uh, I can't get there quick enough. Look good. They make you wear a wig.
deep do you always play traditional like that with your left hand? Good stuff, man. Um, Steve, do you always play traditional like that with your left hand? No, no. Just you just change it up on certain yeah, songs. Just certain, some things can. feel better that way. Some of them don't. Don't. Fair. <laughs> um, I couldn't do that if you forced me to. I, I primarily match grip, but um, through playing like um, Christmas shows and like playing with the Linden Sisters, a lot of brush stuff, and I cannot play brushes match match grip. It's like throwing. Oh, yeah a baseball with my left hand it's it just feels weird so um the more i play brushes the more i got into playing gotcha. traditional and some things just feel better that way some things feel awkward that way so, sure yeah yeah um i was as you as i was recording that last night i was watching to see if you would go back um to the other way for your roles and stuff but really the roles and stuff in that song are pretty simplistic yeah. like they're not All, overdone yeah, so it's, yeah. it's pretty easy to keep it in yeah that it's traditional. easier for me to go around a kit to uh match grip but traditional grip it's i don't know why that song i don't know what some things just feel better that yeah, way and, yeah. yeah can't explain it i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> making it up as i go yep exactly <laughs> um liz says uh jared come to the naked zoo show for will i i definitely will uh i don't know where where are you guys playing Where's uh, it at? and when we don't have anything booked at the moment we're, we're kind of waiting for the oh, uh okay covid thing to die down a little bit but yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll be we be, will be back soon we've actually uh recorded a couple i think a couple three new new songs we're gonna oh really try nice. to put out yeah very good and then me and scott um we recorded a full album full of uh songs we put them out last year called it's we called it curse to darkness it's just um kind of heavier stuff you know yeah but it's it's out on um spotify and all those you know music streaming services yeah very cool man very cool um uh, Scott Garmery says, growing up with Prague and heavy rock, albums like Hysteria are the reasons I started to listen to death metal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott, actually, you and Shane probably have a lot in common musically. Um, yeah. uh, a lot of people may not know this, but Shane is a, a big metal head, um, especially on the heavy side of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll keep that in mind for a future episode, perhaps. Um, Jeff Ward says, perfect. Um, uh, Mark says, love the lighting. Yep. Shout out to uh, Tom Hembry. Yeah. From, uh, I candy LED. Tom's great. He's a good dude. Yeah. He's a really he's, he's all right. Yeah. Let's yeah, not right. get carried away. Yeah, well, yeah. All right. Yeah. He's all okay, right. I guess. Okay. <laughs> if you're gonna sing his praises, you gotta whisper. <laughs> Don't want to sing him too loud. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Brian says best way to watch a show is on the big screen. Uh, it's cool to hear that you're. Uh, so it sounds like you're probably using your Apple TV again this week. So I'm glad to hear that's working out for you. Um, that and Liz, yes, that was at the riff. Correct. Um, okay, so uh, let's see what we've got next. Um, don't forget to go ahead and go to YouTube and search for the Audio Rose podcast. Hit subscribe and the notification bell. Like, comment, and share. Um, and next week, we have got our Christmas edition of Tournament of Champions. We're going to do a little uh, Christmas special, if you will. 
so I'm looking forward to that. It's been a, a minute since we've done a, a tournament of champions, so I'm excited to kind of get back in the swing of doing one of those. Um, so please do tune in next week. Um, and again, as a reminder, and I'm going to go ahead uh, while we're all, and I should have done this uh, earlier, uh, I will go ahead and link the link into the comments um, so that we can uh, get you guys set up to be able to donate to Crosslines. Um, again, the December 19th is the cutoff for Christmas um, shopping for them, but that does not mean that you can't donate after the 19th. Like I said, we're running this until the day after Christmas. Uh, so it would be awesome if you guys would be able to help us out. Uh, I, I could care less about how Audio Roast looks um, and and as far as uh, oh, we were able to donate. So I just want to help people. So I hope that you guys will be able to help us do uh, exactly that and accomplish our goal of $500, uh, which I don't think is a big ask. Um, let me uh, see if I can. There we go. Uh, in the comments now, I will paste the link that you can go to to be able to donate. Even if you're only able to do um, three, $3 or $5, like it, it really will help. Um, we had Tom Faulkner on uh, last week, was it, Josh? Yes. Um, and he was saying that uh, a $5 donation, um, if, uh, if, if they were to use that money to go towards food, would feed 12 people. Um, so a little bit really, really does help go a long ways. Um, so there is the, um, the link in the comments to be able to donate to Crosslines if you wouldn't mind helping out. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Shane, Thrillfall, Damsel, and Blue. Contagion. Contagion. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I have to watch myself because when we're doing rehearsals this week, when we're doing a run through, I just kept saying Blue Contagious. Blue Contagious. <laughs> or Blue um, Contagione. 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 Uh, oh, I'll start with it. Uh, Blue Contagion, uh, Art Bentley, Brian Lawson, uh, Chris Bustios. Okay. Um, they approached me last year uh, when Thrillfall went away. And. Um, I wasn't doing nothing anyway, so uh, um, it, it worked out. We had a good time. They released a, uh, which I joined the band. They um, had just finished a CD okay, when I joined. That's, that's what I thought. I wasn't and sure so if you had done any work on that or if No, I didn't, I didn't do any. Uh, they're saying I'll do the next one. So cool. um, the CD's out now, and then it's also on Spotify and Pandora, I believe, is what. Uh, nice. And there's a station in uh, town, 103.3, playing uh, a couple of the songs, really? which is kind of cool. That's really cool. Um, and we just, uh, the dropouts, um, just dropped a show over across town. And so we've picked it up the night after Christmas and, uh, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot. Um, and then thrill fall, we just had our, um, our big reunion show. Jinky um, Fest three, man. Jinky Tell Fest us about how, uh, what, how that went. <laughs> it was, um, <laughs> if you can remember anything, you know, I, I was a good boy. I was you were better boy. than me. I got, yeah, me too. I got I'm... reprimanded before the show. So Jeff Ward kind of you know scolded me and said i had to be nice and <laughs> yeah play drums so yep um, gotta stay focused yeah we had a great night um innuendo red light runner what Just a great, great great lineup and a great turnout you know when the covid thing hit this year it was like who are we going to put together for this this year it's like let's just do people friends you know that uh you can uh go to war with i mean yeah you couldn't ask for better talent um, red light runners amazing innuendo guys are amazing we had such fun yeah, and, it was a good show uh, it, was, it really it was, was a fun night it really was yeah. that place was packed i had too much fun that night yeah <laughs> there's a lot of people had too much fun uh-huh um and then um 
last but not least, uh, Damsel. Our debut is this Saturday night uh, here at the Riff, oh. and um, it's going to be a big night um, for us. It's going to be an emotional night. Hopefully, we can get through it. Um, a lot of memories. Um, this was going to be a huge night for uh, for charity, and yeah. um, we're gonna we're gonna try to get through this thing the best we can. And uh, uh, we're really looking forward to it. Hope you can make it out. All it's a fifteen dollar donation at the door. All the money's going to the family. She had four little kids. I say little kids are all kids are little, but um, just a wonderful soul gone way too soon. And uh, yeah. I miss her. I think it's a, I think it's a, a very fitting and perfect way to uh, pay tribute to her uh, is to dedicate your first show um, to her and and to give the uh, the proceeds from the door to her family and stuff. That's, she yeah. will she will all as long as we play as damsel and and who knows what we'll wind up you know how many shows with COVID if we'll wind up doing next sure. year if sure if any but she will always in some way be a part of this band. There, we will never play a show without her um, memory. Yeah and. Um, yeah, for sure. spirit. But um, hopefully you can make it out. Us and Red Light Runner, they're donating their time as well. Couldn't, again, I couldn't say nothing bad about those guys. And, and this uh, is next Saturday, the 12th at the Rift, correct? This this Saturday, the 19th. The 12th was dates. yesterday. Yeah, like dates. Two or three days um, yeah. ago. <laughs> Thank <Jared>. you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Um, I got a yeah, it's it's going to be a fun night. We've got uh, your com- uh, your comrades over at Unsung going to be there. Who? Oh, you know who are who, they? You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, the screamers. Here, I'll put you right on the spot. When are you going to ask me to host one of your events? Hey, for I, crying out loud! Listen, yes, I'm, Shane. listen, I'm just the drummer in Damsel. That's a damn. Kristen that's Denar, a damn lie. That's a damn Kristen lie. Kristen Denar is the band leader, and she is a, cracks the whip and makes us do okay. push-ups and you stuff. You know what? I'll buy that. What, so what our about abs Jinky will look Fest, like then? Steve Mason's. <laughs> And you name the show after you. What about Jinky Fest? Well, I'm, I might be in charge of that. Okay, one. right. Yeah. Uh, well, when Jinky Fest Four comes around, you better not forget. I'll me. stand by the phone. Be, be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I got going. <laughs> Jinky Fest. Uh, my resume is in the mail. You better hire me. <laughs> I don't care if you don't pay me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So. Um, Again, that's next weekend at the Rift uh, for Damsel Red Light Runner um, and uh, the Unsung Dreamers. <laughs> yes. So uh, Brian says, more coffee, Jared. I agree. Uh, okay, and Steve, what about you? Yeah. Where can people see you next? Um, the next thing I have is um, uh, Silver Dollar City. <clears throat> Losing my voice. With members only. We're playing New Year's Eve. Oh, really? Day, three shows. Are you swapping... Are you swapping um, Guitars up for banjos or how you guys? Uh-huh. Yep, yep, bluegrass. I thought yep. you might be making horseshoes when you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's your guys' day I job. Mean, I'm, not, I'm not playing. I'm just hanging out there. Yeah. Now we, we're playing. Three. You walk around the park with like ropes and yeah. The, yeah. He'll be start growing my beard and put my overalls on. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're, <laughs> Steve's got to rob a train at two thirty. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> One of them. That's awesome. <laughs> One of the danged old ball knobbers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and the dang old Bob ball number. Which yeah. one gets shot in the butt? Yeah, I'll, I'll be driving the train, you know. Um, but no, we're we're playing there during the day, New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day, and then the second also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, very cool. A so, back a back to back kind of experience. Yeah. Three three shows a day. Have you have you ever home. personally played down there at Silver Dollar City before? 
I have never played a silver dollar suit. Same. No, I don't. No. I don't know what that would be like. I hope it's a, a good experience. It's. It's always interesting. Like I. I feel going into something like that where they've already got their own thing going and then you yeah. kind of have to come and conform to them it's kind of a weird thing as a band because we like to kind of create our own atmosphere and stuff yeah. so it's always kind of interesting for years um the osmonds used to play at bush gardens down in tampa and it was the same deal three shows a day all during the day and we'd be there all week and oh really was, i i loved it it's it was great you yeah could, you know play a short show and then go eat and then play another short show and then ride a roller coaster and get sick as a dog and then play <laughs> a third show and Make horseshoes, yeah, yeah. Make horseshoes, rob the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you going to be in the amphitheater? Or are you playing like one of the other stages? That's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm that's, just the drummer. That's above my pay grade. I'm, I'm not sure. So I just show up. Come on, hit, Steve. Show up and hit things. Yeah. I'm not sure where we're at, really. That's so, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, all right. So, um, time for our final thoughts. Um. Let me see here. Josh, you want to give me uh give me some alone time? Um, so my final thoughts are oh, <laughs> hey, get out of here, Josh. <laughs> uh my final thoughts are this. Um, my sincere condolences to uh the friends and family and bandmates of uh Jeff Whittington. Uh what a major loss for all of Springfield today uh for the music community. So um shout out to everybody that's uh played with him and uh got a chance to see him live i think uh a lot of us have gotten the chance to see him live and he was a very entertaining drummer so um i don't know what else to say about that other than just you know whenever it's that sudden it's it, it hurts because you don't expect it so um that being said I'll, I'll go ahead and just wrap up and say um that times are hard for everybody right now so um may your cup of coffee be strong and your love of music be strong but your sense of humor be even stronger we'll see you next week